Hello, New North York North. woman sentenced for cheesecake murder plot. What? Okay. <laughs> this is the first time hearing it. <laughs> a Russian woman has been sentenced to 21 years in prison for attempting to kill her lookalike in a bizarre identity theft plot in New York so City. So burying the lead. Yes. I don't care about the cheesecake anymore. I do. You should. Uh, <laughs> Victoria Nasirova gave her beautician, Olga Sivik. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. T-S-V-Y-K. A slice of poison oh. cheesecake on twenty <laughs> on the twenty eighth of August, twenty sixteen, before stealing her passport and work permit, as she learned her fate, uh, Nasimova, forty seven, uh, called the uh, called the perpetrator a ruthless and calculating con artist. Mm. Nasimova is quote going to prison for a long time for trying to murder her way to personal profit and gain. Uh, Why did she want to be her? She was just looking to uh, like escape a past life. Uh, yeah, she was looking to get out, like just just take over this person's like credit cards and shit like that, and spend them down and get out. Oh, she didn't want to become her. Yeah, she just wants this is like a plausible enough identity fraud. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a person never who heard looks of close enough to me <laughs> that I can poison. I them, truly thought this is like a, I'm gonna live their life situation. Don't, no, no, no. I <laughs> don't it, think that it, was it. that entered into the calculus. I think once you have their identity. You get out. You don't stick around and run their beauty shop or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't think they would have looked that much alike. <laughs> right. Maybe. Oh. It's like what I thought the movie Jennifer's Body was about. <laughs> <laughs> the jury heard that on the day of the attempted murder, Nasarova went to Miss Zivik's house in Queens with a box of cheesecake, eating two pieces herself Whoa. and offering the third poisoned slice to the then- Oh, that rocks. Room. No, yes, that that's rocks. really professional to yeah. eat some of it. And to eat two like, yeah. is a two lot. Slices. Not just like, oh, yeah. I'll have a drink, and then it yeah. shows it's good for you. Mm-hmm. The eyelash stylist started to vomit and went to lie down. She suffered hallucinations and then came close to having a heart attack. God damn. Uh, Miss Vic's friend found her unconscious it, the was next it, day. Was it good, though? What? The cheesecake, was it good? <laughs> uh, I don't think she's going to be in the position to answer. We should ask the one who had two slices. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, have you seen the French Dispatch? Yeah. I'm delaying uh, it. I have not seen it. In that, the, the spoilers for the French Dispatch, what? the latest uh, Wes Anderson movie, there's a great segment at the end where the, um, there's a long buildup of the, the rich guy's son gets kidnapped. The, they want a meal from the rich guy's chef. The chef makes the meal but puts poison in it and then eats it to show that it's okay because he, he's such good friends with the rich guy. And then he survives and he's like, it was so good. <laughs> the poison was so good, dude. It was the best poison I've ever had. But anyway, yeah. great movie. Check it out. Uh, so her friend found her unconscious the next day. Her clothes were changed to lacy lingerie and pills scattered around the floor as if she had tried to take her own life. He made her sexy first. <laughs> She was taken to the hospital. No, sorry, this is a British article, so it's taken to hospital. And uh, <laughs> what they take a fucking lift and drove on the left. <laughs> and when she eventually returned, I mean, home, right. her Ukrainian what? passport and what? U.S. work permit were missing, as well as jewelry and about four thousand dollars in cash. God damn. Uh, at the time, Ms. Sivik and Nasirova looked quite similar, with dark hair and same skin complexion. They were both Russian speakers. Phenazepam, a powerful sedative, was de- detected in remnants of the cheesecake, and the tr- pills strewn on the floor were confirmed to be the same drug. So, you, very elaborate. Oh, setup. wow. Good. Wow. Planned it out. They got away with it, too. Yeah. Yep. Well, she just, just didn't use enough. Because yeah. the, the, the critical flaw in this plane was that she didn't die. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I mean, then somebody would have found out that she was dead. Right. 
But the plan is to kill her, have you it look have... like a suicide, take right, her right, shit, right, and right, get right, out. Right, 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 right. Or just use it as long as you can, right? Yeah. That's the idea. Well, the idea, she had the Ukrainian visa and the, the American work permit. She can show up somewhere just completely... But Seb's right. Eventually, they're going to find a dead yeah. person. And be oh, like, yeah, yeah. They're going to find a dead person. And but they'll find out that she's missing her passport and her visa. <laughs> She'll be dead, so they'll yeah, know that yeah, she didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, they won't know who did it, but... I'm not using it where she's going. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy Supreme she Court traveled Justice to the Kenneth U.S. and Holder, died at the same time. Uh, described Nasarova as an extremely dangerous woman. She will be supervised by the court for five years after her release from prison. Whoa. Wait. Uh, is she getting released from prison? Tomorrow. <laughs> um, Actually, in 2015, Interpol issued a notice ago. for her arrest over oh. the mur- murder of a woman in Russia a year earlier. She's accused of killing her neighbor and stealing her life savings. Nice. Oh, wow. She's on a roll. Her crimes, both alleged and convicted, were subject of a documentary on CBS's investigative oh, program, wow. 48 Hours in 2017. All right. So I was really struck by this, uh, first off, by the headline that totally buries the lead. Yeah. To say, like, oh, th- this person was sentenced in a poison cheesecake plot. Not, like, sentenced for trying to steal her identity uh, because they looked similar. And, like, there's just so much to this that I really wanted. I don't tend to like... A lot of crime reporting because it just feels like a grizzly. But that's insane. Know. That's a movie plot. Yes, absolutely. So uh, you know, usually when someone says "My Life a Movie," they're full of shit. But this is like <laughs> this is very. When much they like say a... "My Life a Movie," they mean Trek. Yeah. <laughs> because why? Because you're listening to soundtrack all the time, or what? Yeah. Say <laughs> so I'm a donkey that talks. Yeah, it had yeah. to be small slices of cheesecake, though, right? To eat two. To eat two. I'm so rich. So cheesecake is one of my favorite desserts, mm-hmm. but two slices is psycho shit. That's do you a lot. think yeah. poisoning that would cut it, or do you think that would make it a little more palatable? Cam, how much poison is good for a cheesecake? You can put a lot in there because cheesecake is so flavorful that it's, it's going to really hide nice. a lot of the flavor mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. So cheesecake's a good thing to poison. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I can see yeah. that. <laughs> next, next not going to be out of any cheesecake. Cheesecake. I don't know if I'm eating any more food You want something that's camp. really rich. For, Dense and rich, yeah. For, uh, it's a good thing poison. to hide poison in. Mm-hmm. So like it's a, the kind of person I'm looking for to poison. Also, <laughs> dense and rich. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Please Don't Listen to This Here Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every single week. This week, we watched The Bear, uh, which wow. is a Hulu drama show that uh, started airing. It is airing not in about gay men. No. No. I, also, I, I brought this up to my mom and my stepdad, and they both separately were like, oh, Cocaine Bear, that movie? I'm like, Yeah, no, no I know. No. It's a bad time to say <laughs> you watched The Bear. Now you're just talking about the one I you can't had believe how much traction that actually got. I thought it was like just going to be like such a stupid. Me too, B but it's, it thing had like a good theater release. It's for teenagers. So 
it's for teenagers to I go guess, like yeah. to go like yeah. uh, well, it's, in, it's not even like an R rating, right? No, yeah, know. it's not. It's it's, it's, it's weirdly like it's, oh. it's also like okay. based on a true story. <laughs> the, the story like is that the bear ate some cocaine and then died. Yeah. Story's not that interesting. Yeah. Um, the bear ate some cocaine fueled cheesecake and like, yeah, no, it's, stole it's someone that's identity. Yeah, the other bear looks like, like him. I don't know. <laughs> stole the visa. Not, not a big deal. No, bears could steal each other's identity. Really. Anyway, I got some. Uh, I got some ghosts coming in, so I'll be uh, calling out my. Uh, I'll be uh, calling out my co-hosts. Uh, can we get an order of the spaghetti, Seb? No, <laughs> we're not doing spaghetti anymore. <laughs> Oversauce, gummy bullshit. It's it's boring. Everybody does it. Uh, we've got risotto, Alex. Uh, heard, chef. <laughs> we got beef and pepper, Cam. Thirty second chef. And I'm your host, Chicago Dog Nick. Yes, yeah, chef. Nick's uh, on Expo today. I am on Expo today. Uh I did that when I worked at the. Uh, did you? Home. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun to do expo. I've done expo. You just basically get to yell at people. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I, I do right. it on the show all the time. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I bark out. Funny stuff. intro, please, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I said funny intro. Funnier, faster, more relevant. We got more people coming in. A tall me. guy walked on near my house. <laughs> what was the. I can't remember what that fucking Sasquatch video was about at all. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok has stuck with me, but I remember none of the details. Living in a cave 300 years ago. 300. <laughs> 300. Uh, but uh, yeah, Cam, this was your episode. And one of the things we, that we used to do a lot on the show was have TV episodes. What? But we haven't done it in really a live action show. We haven't done this in a while. It's been like, I think like a full year. I wonder since what the last, last one was. It must have been a guest episode or something. We oh, wait. What about... Oh, yeah, I was going to say uh, that British, I mean, they're all British shows. Everyone keeps Task making us watch Taskmaster. That was Task probably Master. our last I, one. Taskmaster does count, but I'm trying to think of I like Oh, a like a drama show. show? Yeah, scripted, you're right. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. It might Letter be Letterkenny. But nothing is Letterkenny. Should look it up. Yeah, but I, I really TV like this show. So. used to be a serious like uh, category for this show, like live action television, used to be something that we were doing all the time. Yeah, we're doing Sopranos. Yeah. And we, we Sopranos. And, uh, you know, this is all, of course, because we're picking it. It's due to our own personal preferences. But Cam's actually been watching a lot of TV. Apparently, I have. I didn't realize I had. I'm yes. the one, I'm the guy who watches TV, and I haven't seen a You're lot of shows. TV shows. I'd be watching oh, shows sometimes. Shows. I watch some shows sometimes. Like, I know. So we're going to do a little bit of the, the, the state of the medium with TV. We're going to be talking about what it's what Rose kind of yeah. television good. Or we'll bad. try to keep this under eight hours. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll see. Well, but it's good because most of us aren't streaming, watching any TV. We're not going to be able to keep it under eight hours. <laughs> yeah. we, all have, we all have very informed takes about what's on TV <laughs> yeah. right now. This is going to be the least informed <laughs> first segment we've well, ever had. Uh, I mean, like, to, to give an example, Seb, when was the last time you watched a live-action TV show not for this podcast? Uh, like a uh, concurrent all right, one. Sh- shaking their you head. You might be uh, able to figure out something. Shaking their damn head. Maybe not. Yes, they damn H. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I used watch, to watch uh, TV. Like, Survivor. I, yeah, I, I know you used to talk to me about like Buffy and stuff, but I yeah, mean, I had. Like, like a thousand years yes, ago. Like, well, I was 
Like, I know, I know. That makes me show at the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's from the mid. Time. 90s to early 2000s so right. i mean firefly. it's already old when i watched it firefly i i, I watched firefly <laughs> like in college i binged a bunch of shows like that i i watched firefly i watched um like everything of the new doctor who at the time mm. um and then i watched torchwood which is a more serious serious uh spin-off of doctor who oh which was you know i actually liked it a lot um, they I had like a season where everybody like where people stopped dying, and that actually dealt with like some really serious complications of that. That was actually that's really fun. Cool. Yeah, that sounds Bullshit, good. Like seventeen seventy seven six. No, no, it was like <laughs> it was like they stopped dying. They just couldn't die. But if you were like in the process of dying before, you would just stay in that state. Like you're you're terminate terminally ill, and you just don't die. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I dealt with a lot of that, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I like binged a lot of that stuff and I just stopped. Like I, I don't watch shows anymore. Yeah. I, I have also kind of stopped with shows. I, I, it's part of becoming such a movie guy is that when I sit down Make to watch a movie guy, now. it's I, true. I mean, if I have to take a side, happens. then I am taking the side of movies. Because <laughs> uh, if I, when I'm sitting down at night and I'm like, I have some time, I want to watch something. Yeah, should I watch is... something that's an hour or should I watch something that's two and a half hours? Mm. <laughs> it's legitimately the two and a half hour choice because that, should I watch something that's an hour, it's never just the investment of the one hour. It's like it's sticking with the show. And like if a movie, if I watch a movie and it sucks, I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't feel like I, like I missed that much mm. on, the, on the buy-in for it, you know? Um, but when I watch a show and it sucks, I'm like, should I stick this out? Is it going to get better? Or, or do I, should I finish it? Usually it doesn't get better, but they do keep making seasons. Of yes, it. That, that is something that I have found to be the case. I would watch The Genius. Yeah, but that's, again, that's like, that? it's not scripted. I mean, it probably is, but that's not, that's not, what, that's not what we were uh, yeah, about. Castmaster was after. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, so what's the last show you watched? Probably better Hannibal? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. If that counts, I mean, yeah, I don't totally know, counts. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was keeping very recent. This is another one of those things that it's, Emily and I have a kind of a weird relationship with this, That's where it, yeah. we we both have things that we watch that we know the other person doesn't care about. So it's only when the other person works later, whatever. And we're not like hiding it, right? Like it's not like. <laughs> uh, although I, you better not watch Better Call Saul call, when I'm calling home. her out. Uh, I am not usually interested in whatever like the the newest D Disney movie that comes to Disney Plus is, so I like won't uh, offer to watch it. But I don't like hate it or anything like that. But I'll come home and she's watching like uh, uh, fucking Strange World was the most recent one. I came home from hanging out with you and she was watching Strange World, and uh, which we talked about on our uh, 2022 movies episode. Yeah, and uh, like it's just something that I you know hadn't even crossed my mind. But when uh, she's not home. I'm like, uh, it used to be that I was watching Better Call Saul. I was like catching up on Better Call Saul when she wasn't home, and I was really enjoying that. And you know, it, it was had one of the best endings of any show I've ever yeah, seen. It's a good show. You know, no big, no big deal. Um, Check it out. It's funny because, like, honestly, after Better Call Saul, I consider some of the Breaking Bad stuff to be hacky. Like, it's well, like that's, that I think that's better. my least favorite take ever. Is that. Breaking Bad was bad because it's Better not Call bad. Saul was It just makes it, it like at, when you're watching Better Call Saul, you're like, oh, they have evolved so much as artists since it's this a different series. show. It's, I, it is a different I, show. I'm, I'm and also, it was, a, it was a different time yeah. as I'm, well. I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now because the podcast I like is doing a recap show. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like firmly into season two and I've completely like had to skip ahead because like. Oh, really? So I'm. Waiting now, but like I watched like half of season two in a sitting because I'm like it's still really 
really fucking good. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in season two that I'm like, this is also this season. Like a lot of stuff that I just completely forgot. Yeah, yeah when we were, I was watching a little bit of the first season with you, and I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. Yeah, I still really, really like that show. Mm. I don't. I should. I do want to say. I don't think Breaking Bad is bad. I don't mm. think it's a bad show. Kind of said it was bad. Mm. Said it was it broke and it was bad. <laughs> so, but yeah. So Better Call Saul was the last thing I was like keeping up with watching week to week. But when I was doing that, I wasn't watching any other TV shows at the time, except for I mean, The Boys was also on like around that time, and I was keeping up with that. The Boys. Uh, I love The Which Boys. I had yeah. a lot of resistance to. Because I had read the comic in the 2000s. Evil, yeah. It's a bad, it's based on a bad comic and it's evil Superman, <laughs> yes, which is I, not Nick's favorite genre. I had genre. to really cross a lot of barriers to, to get to me, but look, what can I say? Uh, uh, Anthony Starr's performance is really, 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 good. really good. I just have to say, because we're talking about a Chicago show, uh, it's got to be Duh Boys. Duh Boys. Duh Boys. Duh Boys. Um, but the only other show that I've watched recently that I really, really loved... Uh, was something that took me a little bit, and it was something that um, Cam, you were the one who got me into it. Was Severance? Oh yeah, yeah. And, yep. um, uh, I show about a did... guy who was fired. From yeah. my <laughs> so wrong. I, I, <laughs> surely, I, I was so convinced. Yeah, you... I could have passed a lie detector test. But that's what that show's about. Alex made a joke about this the last time I saw him, and it was just like that's not at all what the show is about. Zero so... percent. The show Severance is about... It's so about him having a job. <laughs> <I know. It's> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good show. That's a, definitely a mod... Like a, it's so new, it's on freaking Apple TV. Apple TV Plus. God damn. When I do my inter- interfaces episode, our eight-hour UI episode, <laughs> See, it, Cam, that I, is the I most dog shit I, fucking... I, I stole this. So, Thank good yeah. on you, man. I should have <laughs> stole it. Apple TV Plus? Sorry, no. And you I was thinking about Ted Lasso. I, I thought about I almost asking our parents for their login because I'm pretty sure they have one. But I, oh, I, don't I just, bother because when you log in, it logs them out, and then you have. Oh, it's oh like it's one of it's so God. impossible. I, I signed up for a free trial to watch one movie, and then I was like, yeah. there's nothing on here I care about. Yeah, I was like, oh, they have Apple TV Plus. I'll check out something else. It's like, oh, they don't have anything. They have Ted Lasso, which I've heard is good. I watched the. So Cartoon nice Saloon, who, who's like a Irish um, animation studio, put their most recent movie on there, and I'd wanted to watch it for like a year or two, and I, it's not anywhere else. It's on Apple yeah. TV, and they'll, I'm just like, snatch well, something. fuck it, I'll just get it. I think you could probably get it on the computer. What? <laughs> I, I didn't care enough. Oh, I was like, that's you just right. get it, it for free on with, computer. A, with a trial, you know. <laughs> with Alex's Plex, now everything is just streaming, yeah. streaming, it's on, streaming computer. on computer. It's yeah. on my computer. <laughs> they had that uh, Ben Schwartz uh, was in it. It's not his show. Um, fuck, I forgot the name of it. House of Pies. What, what House of Pies. No, no uh, it's like a pro, it's like a crime, like at the after party. Yes. And I was gonna watch that, and then I didn't. But that's the only other show they have. Yeah, but um, yeah, those three uh, shows. Severance for uh, people who have never heard of Apple TV mm-hmm. or someone like <laughs> Seb who hasn't heard of TV. Um, what is that? Or Alex who hasn't heard of Severance. <laughs> Or doesn't know what Severance yeah, yeah. is about. He's definitely so heard Severance of it. He got fired. Is, is a, a show about um, an experimental program being done by a company to mentally separate a person's work life from their home life. So basically, when you walk out the door of this building where you work, your brain switches to your home brain. And you don't remember anything that happened inside the building. 
And the, and the person who, when you walk in the next morning, you don't remember anything that happened when you were out. It's kind of like what happens to me every day. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's such a good premise. It's like the, the complete uh, work-life separation. Yes. It's like, I don't even know. You're literally a completely different person yeah, at you, work. You can't be stressed when you're home because you don't remember work. Yeah. Or you could have a mental breakdown and be like, what the fuck am I doing there? I don't yes. know what my job is. What Why am I would doing? I have agreed to this? Yeah. There's, yeah. They, there's a lot going on there. And they really is it like do... a secret government facility? No, okay. it's way funnier than that. Okay, okay. <laughs> they make paper. Uh... <laughs> they push paper, that's all. They have, yeah, uh, man. The work is great and mysterious, as Adam Scott says. It's a, really, it's a great uh, show. But it's, it's another eight episode. Of course, they're, good. the episodes are like 45 minutes or some shit, which is kind of I crazy, do like but... that streaming has kind of freed uh, a lot of shows from having a I think what it's a made some set. people... Well, it's made Time. some people watching you don't have to pay them as much if we is that the season you don't yeah like, oh that yes, shit sucks. the 22 minute format emerged because of shit like commercials mm -hmm. like and that you don't have to be holding for commercials and time slots and everything else but unless you're on hulu yeah but the uh <laughs> but the streaming format of like somebody going oh sometimes my episodes are 30 minutes sometimes they're 50 minutes a lot of times they don't have an artistic reason for the episodes to be forty-five minutes in the well, middle. Well, we didn't want to edit it down as much, so this one's going to be fifty yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it works. I think not it's... always. I. I mean, like, and I don't think it's always bad. For example, the last episode of the show we watched for this episode. Yeah, I was really check. good. It was great, but it yeah. was long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, last one's minutes. forty. Yeah, forty-five, fifty. But a lot of the other episodes are twenty to thirty. Yeah, which rocks. Mm -hmm. That's what kept me watching this show. Is like, oh shit, it's only. 20 more minutes yeah. instead of watching fucking Mandalorian that's 45 minutes um, oh, alright we can't talk about a Star Wars I'm show. talking about <laughs> no. let me get my Mandalorian out real right, quick okay. I watched season 1 it was sure was fine it's filmed in the Disney orb and you can tell it's in the orb <laughs> they're doing <laughs> it in Unreal Engine if you don't know what the Disney orb is it's part and like my loose knowledge of it is that it's like an, a dome green screen where they can the lighting and everything is already figured out through like the algorithm or whatever or the program, or people can figure it out easier. Mm -hmm. Pascal gets to walk around. So now you don't have to do Rogu. dick or shit. So now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got Pedro Pascal, Mr. Last of Us, wearing a helmet, and then they got Grogu that someone's fucking puppeteering on I'm strings happy above that Grogu him. Grogu is at least a puppet. Yes, that's the best part of the show. For they've, sure. they've definitely brought back puppets for Star Wars in the. And it looks good. Things, yeah. Or like they look good. Everything else yeah. still looks like the Disney orb. And then I was I didn't watch season two, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch the third season because well, people everyone are. Liked, everyone liked Mandalorian mostly because it was kind of like it was set in this universe, which a lot of people care about, right? And it was mostly divorced from the kind of the baggage of bullshit. The, yeah, the dumb exactly. stupid bullshit that comes with Star Wars that we like to talk about and we oh, I kind of like, but it's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's, and I like it too. It's refreshing. But... There's not a Jedi in Mandalorian uh, until they. Uh, they until they put one in. <laughs> but, then, so I did watch season yeah, two. We were just talking about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or once a year. Or Heard good year. things about season three. It just ended this week, I think. So I was like, I'm just going to watch episode one of season three, see where it's at. It still looks pretty bad. And then I fell asleep. So <laughs> it was 45 minutes long, fell asleep, Grogu was there. Yeah. Uh, Is he grown up a little bit? What? Is he grown up at all? Uh, no, <laughs> still very small. <laughs> so it was so funny deep. how nothing had to happen. You it was did crazy. Watch some Andor too, right? Yes, I watched wow. three well, episodes we, we of Andor. Have to talk about that next year. <laughs> this is the one <laughs> I watched. Andor actually next pretty year. good. That seems like insane to me 
Everyone keeps so saying, was, I oh, swear, I Andor is the him. one you have to watch. It was yes. kind of boring. You only <laughs> Didn't like it. Uh, or I just was fell asleep during that one, too. But it's funny. Because the, the only thing I'll say about Andor is I should watch it. I like that actor. Um, the first scene in Andor is the same as the first season or the first scene in Rogue One, which is oh, really funny, funny, where he's in an alleyway and someone goes to sell him out. And instead of him saving him, he kills him. Like, it's the same exact story beat to be like, hey, it's the same guy from earlier. Mm. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? What um, I sent I these gonna, guys this. Yeah, wait, can I break down my TV history? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry, okay. go ahead. I'm going to find that picture. Um, so, I, yeah, I've, I've kind of been a show watcher, but... Um, you Yeah, you, one of your You're first, definitely a show you, watcher. You've had some real uh, shows for us on this uh, podcast. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the things that I like, this carries over to my media preferences in general, where I'll find about four or five things that I really like, and then I'll just do that. You and Emily are kindred spirits. Uh, she's not so it's like, oh, things. my favorite TV show is Sopranos, like one of the original prestige TV shows. So sure, I would probably like any of these other ones. It's just like, but I kind of found the one that I like, though, right? Maybe I should just... This know, one's good. Watch that again? My first one was The Wire. Uh, I still I, have to watch The Wire. Wire's good. But, um, there are some things about that I still think about. Man, uh, The Wire has maybe McDulty, my favorite ever five ultimate like, uh, opening. Like... Just oh, yeah. like in terms of like the thesis statement for the show and everyone, everything that that's about. And I think about it all the time uh, of just like, uh, you know, cops showing up to a, 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 a craps, like a dice game where somebody had been beaten to death. It's like, well, you know, this guy, every time the pot would get a little too big in the dice game, he would try and steal the bowl full of money and run off with it. And it's like, why'd you let him keep playing this? You got to, man. It's America. Yeah. And that's it. That's the whole the whole thing. Like, it's like he tried to steal it. He got his he got beat to death. Yeah. Right? Because he was trying to steal like stole a, a it for bolt, the seventh bolt, time. Or full of ones for the seventh time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like, you know, like it's one of those scenes that just I actually really does affect And the guy's so I, I and say, the guy's fucking name was Stinky, if I if I remember shit correctly. Like that. <laughs> that's um, what they called him. And they're like, Why'd you call him Stinky? He's like, because he was stinky. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, uh, but I have been uh, my most recent TV dalliance says that I've, I've been finally watching the show Mad Men, which you may mm. have heard of, mm-hmm. starring Don Draper, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Hamilton, yes, and his uh, and his, uh, his large member, yeah, yeah exactly, his giant penis. <laughs> um, the but, guy from the fucking Geico commercial. I mean, progressive commercials. It is now. funny that he's living out purgatory as Don Draper. Like he's been, he's doing That's John weird. Draper and all these ads. Like he's he mm. keeps doing like car ads and shit where he's basically just it's like he's a voiceover. He's so and, good at doing ads on a TV show that they hired him to do ads. Yeah. I wonder if it's because of that. Like they were like, wow, I think it definitely yeah. is. But also, he's a handsome, but nice guy. Yeah, all right, so I have slowed down a little bit on my watch of Mad Men, but. Mostly because it is a show that has like seven seasons and twelve episodes, twelve hour long episodes a season. It is like a huge fucking so TV dense. show. I didn't so finish that one. One of the things that we will get into in the second segment, of course, is that it is nice to see something that is like eight episodes long and tells a story. And, and uh, yeah, but we'll get to that. Um, What's yeah, your most know. recent show? I, I think we'll we'll probably still talk about it, but uh, I appreciate that. Cam, you're the kind of person who will hear that something like this is good and then go watch it. Because yeah. I'll hear about something like this that's good and then go, 
I also do that too. I do that. I do like, I'll hear something that's really yeah. good and I'll be like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I'll, I'll try that out sometime. And then I never do mm. like arcane came out and it, it was like this, oh boy. this like League of legends movie, uh, show. Um, oh, it's a show, yeah, it's a show, but it, it was like it. a, like groundbreaking show for, for the, it's animation, the type of animation it did. You know, <laughs> Nick just like, did the most. <laughs> Over exaggerated, basically jerk off motion for, for the word groundbreaking. Doesn't matter. Nick hasn't seen it. It, 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 it was like the way it looks. Um, it was like really big. It, it, it was just like a, a big, big thing. And also, it was supposed to be very gay. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I should watch that sometime. And it's just never. And the, I have like 500 things like that. Yeah. I, I think I'm. It's just something I've mentioned it on the show a bunch of times, but I like to just kind of be in the in the know loosely. Yeah, I just like on? I don't know. I like reading Twitter and seeing People someone being Andor. like, "Hey, yo, like Andor." Andor. I yeah. Like <laughs> then I I check it out. Sometimes it doesn't stick with me. I don't always finish them and stuff. But um, I sent these guys this stupid thing I saw on Reddit, which was a. Um, I'm gonna ask Nick to put it put Our another thing TV. in the break. It'll be the thumbnail for the, for the <laughs> yeah. No, there's another there's a birthday boy sketch that I oh, think TV you know. Shows, yeah. yeah, I want yeah. you to put that in the break if we remember. But um uh the, it's like a guy at a party. He's like, Hey, you seen The Last of Us? You seen Severance? Yeah. Yellow Jackets, Ted Lasso, Euphoria, Euphoria, Fleischman is in trouble, Wednesday, the Light Lotus, the Bear, made of uh, what is even is this? Uh, oh, Mayor of Easttown. East I've checked out probably like ninety percent of these shows actually. Like, well, he's being crushed by the short sheer number. There's just of too many yeah, shows. That, that's he hasn't how seen I. Any of them. I do feel like that all the time. Because there are there's a fucking billion possibly, shows. How could you possibly keep up with all of this shit? Because there are there's five companies well, all vying for all yeah. of your attention at all times. No one, not one of these companies wants an hour of your time a night. They all want all of your time at I all times. So they have to produce enough shows. To imagine that you, this is the only thing that you have. You a don't have cable it, or whatever. I think mm-hmm. comes from all these streaming services really pushing to be like, this is like, who the is one the that one you that have. you have? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we need to keep putting things on there. I could only see myself doing that with, like, uh, it used to be HBO Max because they had the most movies, but no, no they do not <laughs> Yeah. What is HBO Max? I'm subscribed to Max. Oh, that guy who lives with your neighbor? Yeah, I go to him for my shows. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's just insane. And it's almost become like a, a bit for me to say anytime anyone brings any of these up is to say, oh, yeah, I've heard that's good. Because you can say that to yeah. anyone about yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> and I have heard Max, it's good. Like, he's, oh, yeah, I've heard he's good. <laughs> um, I had a period of time where like everyone around me had seen the same things. So I started being like, yeah, because I hadn't seen anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's been a while. <laughs> you got to just lie about That's it. Yeah, like this was I've like at a point in one. college where I was just like, I haven't seen anything. That's embarrassing. So, so for some um, reason, I became a compulsive not, liar. I got to yeah, try. It's less embarrassing. <laughs> when my coworkers bring, bring this stuff up, I really easier. have to try sometimes not to sound like a snob. Like, yeah, uh, that's why I've defaulted to. I've heard that's good. I just I don't. Yeah, I like yeah, to. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anyone's fun. Don't ruin anyone's career. Ask me if I've seen Obi Wan Kenobi. I will not be watching that. I, and I, 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 I did watch Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it was good. 
was popular with the fans. Now you all have to say, I've heard that's good when no, someone brings uh, yeah, that up. Yeah, I suppose you, because of you doing that right now, now I have. You, or you can say, yeah, oh, I mean, my brother watched it. He yeah. said it was good. That's yeah, you good. don't go like, somebody asks you if you've seen this, and you go like, I heard that's bad. because I've, You can do that. You, but you then can. You really but can. Back, you know. just yeah. shut them down then, completely. You know, you're opening up the door for them to provide a counter-argument. I don't think mm. that that's necessary. I don't think most people want exactly to do that no well people will tell you a show they don't want to no one wants to hear oh the show I think i'm enjoying is bad yeah it, it from, definitely especially from someone who hasn't seen it depends it. on who I've, you're I've talking had to a coworker yeah. start something out by saying like you know have you seen this show it sucks it sucks <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what show he was talking about <laughs> i want to say it was yellow jacket <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that's good. <laughs> um, I did yeah. that um, to uh, my. Uh, so this story involves you, Nick, indirectly. Uh, oh. um, so I told my oh, I favorite was... professor oh. in college. Right, I was like really a big fan of Big Hero Six when it came out. I was yeah. like, oh, dude, that movie was so good. I loved that so much. And Nick was like, yeah, I liked it. It, it was way better than the comic actually was. Um, and so I told my professor this. I was like, oh, have you seen this yet? Because she was the animation professor. And, and it seems like she didn't really keep up with like new animation. She but I guess... She's busy watching Les Cinemaire Prevert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the animation on that's really good. They animated <laughs> Cinema Prevert. Um, but so I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. Um, and, and it was really good. Uh, my friend Nick, though, he's, he's read the comics. He said they were very good. And he was like, my friend worked on that comic. And I was like, oh! <laughs> I mean, I mean, so no, that's why I never say, oh, this is bad without That's knowing funny. what the person thinks about it. I gotta be careful about what I say to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, my friend Nick says that's bad. Yeah. That's I am always talking about, I am like giving my uh, uh, unsolicited opinions about like, tangentially related pieces of media, which it can, you know, cause problems. Like, Maybe you know just because I think uh, like Obi Wan Kenobi sucks, like no <laughs> nobody needs to know that in, in every situation. Right, um, that's why more I, people should know though. Yeah. That's why I've defaulted to. I've heard it's good because I don't. I'm not gonna if I haven't seen all of something. If I just saw a tweet or something that someone said it sucked, there's someone posted like a a video on Twitter and was like, well, check out this bad lighting in this scene or whatever. I'm like, I'll just say, I'm not going to give a shit about that. I think that. Damon's yeah. in a new show on Peacock right now and there's the clip that's been going around today uh, where he's like a, he's like an EMT or like EMT fire responder or something like that and they find a guy who's like been frozen solid and they go to do chest compressions on him and his chest just caves in. <laughs> yeah, it's like this thing. It's, yeah. Yes, Without yes, like off. the thing. But it's, it's an incredible effect. I can't, I mean, it must be digital, but it honestly looks practical. Like they just Matt built. Damon paid for it himself. <laughs> he really froze the, the only way you're going to TV. Yeah, as a real guy. Matt Damon like, bought the guy, though. I cannot <laughs> give a real opinion on the show based on that clip, but it was very funny to I watch. Think, yeah. I think generally in our lives, it would be good to kind of normalize, like, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you like this, but I'm not going to watch it. Yes. Yeah, it's just so hard to <laughs> say tried, that. It's like, I'm not interested, but thank yeah. you. I've tried a lot of times. I've tried a lot of different ways, and some it, it, some people are not willing to hear that. Yeah, it's um, like... I always, I'd say but, thing, I always but, say, but I'll check like, it out, and then I don't. Like, I, you're <laughs> yeah. Lying. yeah, it's like you're lying 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have taken a vow of pacifism when it regards to show in regards to shows, and I have not. Taken if you want to watch Yellow Jackets, I don't have the ribbon around my sword when it comes to discussing. My sword is so ribboned. I I got enough fucking shit to worry about. I'm burning. I'm burning something on the stove right now. I don't have time to argue about Yellow Jackets. My dad just did this thing. Like somebody was telling him about Outlander, which I think is more geared towards uh, young women, young wives, I guess, like that kind of person because it's like a romantic thing with time travel and shit going back to the... Yeah, it's a sci-fi thing, isn't it? It's like you go back to the Jacobite uh, rebellion in Scotland, like... 300 years ago but there's like this woman who goes time time travels back never met your dad Am I thinking of Highlander? I'm no, thinking Highlander's Highlander. a movie. Uh, yeah, there can only be one. No, I think Outlander. Outlander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah. But that's what they're. And it's they're based on like curb some, a, a, like some books, but it, it's about like this woman, and, and then there's like this romance subplot, and it's, it's described as steamy. And somebody was telling Ooh. my dad about it, and he was like, oh, "I'll check it out." And then he he. And then you He's... go walk into the ocean. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I had to show him how to get to Netflix on the computer. Whoa! So that he could binge this show so that he could say that he actually checked it out. If you told a Netflix marketing executive about that, they would commit seppuku. Like, that's their whole <laughs> job. Is to, Ritual someone seppuku. should know how to... Oh, all of America should know how to get to Netflix. There can't be an American who escapes the... <laughs> That can't be the barrier. That I would mean, literally get someone fired or killed. That granted, an American didn't know how to get to Netflix. Yeah, I, think actually he, I don't think he knew the login. Department got cut after the most recent round. <laughs> yeah, of the so he would probably survive. No, CG Didero will go after you. He'll <laughs> <laughs> lightly stomp on your head while you're on the curb. Well, I mean, like I, like again, thinking about the the way I would want to spend my time. I've, there's a, a show that I've heard is insanely good. That is this. Um, like, uh, since now we can just get shows from other countries thanks to all streaming services being, like, totally homogenized. Hmm. It's a, uh, I want to say it's a Swedish show. I might be wrong about that. But it's just called Dark. And it's about this, like, European town that has a cave in it where if you go in it, you go back in time. I like wow. it. It's, it's, it's good. Got, it's got, like... Yeah, no, I've heard that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check that out. And, like... I watched the first episode and they presented so many. It's like one of those like kind of puzzle A hundred ideas. Yes. So many it's mysteries like going on. You know that all they're never going to well, The show's over already. It had three seasons. Right. And it, like, a people, guy just walks through a room of every it. item in the room has a spotlight on it and there's blood all over it. It's like, oh, that's an episode. That's an episode. That's Somebody's an episode. already hiding someone else's medication in minute one and I'm like, oh my God. this They're, they're really They have to hook this. you so fast yeah, now because yeah. you will they just. They have to hook you within the space of a TikTok. Oh, that's the other thing. I real quickly want to bring up maybe this is just me but I think our our you know generation or whatever are like this group of people we hang out with is like we me, me I'll just go home and watch Jeremiah I don't need to watch a new show I'll watch him you know fucking play a cooking simulator watch, for eight yeah, hours right and like other people don't have that resource really like they i mean they could go watch derma but they don't know they don't have a oh, live streamer yeah, they like yeah. or something right. like, they don't have before, a cctv camera uh, of, of his room <laughs> like everyone else does of, before we're off of modern shows yeah um, i have to bring up my grandmother watches every single show ever because uh-huh. she's yeah, retired that's right. and yeah. she has every streaming service so she'll be like have you seen this and half the time it's like i'm i'm 
not interested and I'm sure it's not good because I've not heard anyone who watches good TV yeah, say in your circle good. or yeah. Whatever. yeah 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 but also it's like she's seen it all at fucking everything mm-hmm. What did you think about Succession? I watched the first episode and I, I liked it, but actually, then I never went back to it. Is oh, that we an were HBO? Supposed to talk I don't think that. she has HBO. Actually. Yeah, that's an that's HBO, isn't it? Yeah, Succession yeah. is HBO, and then Barry is the other one. Oh, Barry. I I watched the first season of Barry actually. Weirdly, um, Bill Hader's a great guy. I, I mean, like he's a great I, actor. Right? Henry Winkler's really funny in that show. He's I watched like, their the weird acting teacher. Yes. Heard it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I was not interested in watching any more of that. Succession show, but... and Barry both feel because of, well because of uh, Winkler, uh, is they both feel so connected to Arrested Development to me. Yeah. It's like two <laughs> branching evolution points. I got a lot. Of, yeah, that's a, a great point. Another that's like funny. bad show that I watched for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, Barry is pretty different from this, but it gave me Dexter vibes, which is Dexter. really I could not put up with Dexter. It's, I could put up with a lot of shit, but. Uh, it, Dexter is like... And they brought it back, too. It's yeah. so fucked up. Fucked up. I, I hope he's not listening to us, but our dad just started... Send, he's been telling us about it for a while, but he's just now sending us the New York Times media recommendation, mm-hmm. weekly media recommendation, yes. which is like... It seems like 36 new shows every week. Uh, and it's yeah, like... Well, it's and he's just like, oh, I'm watching watch this and this. And yeah. he's retired now. So yeah. he's just... I'm like, Dad, I don't have time to... I can't check out 18 new shows this yeah. week. <laughs> I get Germa just played Diablo 2. I got <laughs> how many oh, times? Shit. Yeah. Right. Or Diablo 4, I think. Oh, Diablo 4. I, but it kept, uh, it was in beta and it kept uh, locking him out. So he ended up playing Nancy Drew instead. <laughs> I am so glad that my mom is retired. So my dad isn't just on the internet all day and they actually do things and it's not dangerous. watch shows all day. Yeah. I, um, a show has to like really like like bubble up to a certain level before I am like okay fine I will watch some of it and like the amount of goodwill with Barry and Succession were both two where I was like okay I have to I gotta try and check it out at least a little bit and I, I liked both uh, but I haven't uh, I didn't stick with them to like to catch up to where either of them are now well every show that's like any good will have too many seasons for you to watch now mm-hmm. that is an unfortunate like evolutionary survival thing where it's like if it's strong it will keep going but that means that it's harder to get into barry just ended though or no, like yeah. they announced it's, it's, their it's on its last, last season like right they're now. saying it's over which is good well yeah because hater wants to do something else i think that's it he, i heard on another podcast he said he wants to watch a he wants to do a horror movie that really cool. yeah. oh it sounds great or he I mean, wants to I direct would, a horror I movie i mean there are definitely pieces in the show of barry where i'm like oh yeah if he really wanted to he could do this the the movie, oh, the movie Creep, which I think is mostly not very good. Uh, Creed or Creep? Creep. Creep. Uh, creep. The movie Creep not about a guy Alex's who is a creep and is being filmed on a handheld camcorder <laughs> camera. Yes. Uh, I think that Bill Hader should play that guy, the guy who is the villain in the movie. Like basically, like he should play have him creep. on screen at all times, looking directly into the camera, saying things that are vaguely threatening. Mm. I think that he would kill that. But like, it's. I think that. You know, the New York Times media paid person is the only one, and, and, you know, our retired parents are the only people who have the time to possibly sift through all this. People be right? watching shows. That's, that's my theory on why there are so many shows, is that people do have the same. People, people like work from yeah, home I mean, and just can some, watch A lot of people TV. who work, that's all they do when they come home. They don't do anything or else. They they do they or they do it while they're working. Or they do it while they're working because yeah. they work from home. And they... But then how do you consume the medium of cinema at the same time? Wow. The what of what? <laughs> So um, Mario came out. Not not because I haven't watched any TV, but because we've been recording for an hour. 
Uh, yeah, I think we can, we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like kind of a general idea of what it's like to live in the sea of shows that we yeah. are that we are currently. We all each I, brought I up would, five um, shows that neither no one else has seen. Yeah, <laughs> at this I will, table. Yeah. Uh, Mention very quickly. Um, I I couldn't find a point to put it in here. Um, but Sarah Zed did a very good video about um shows. the state of like modern shows because of streaming and and binge culture yeah. and how every single episode of every single thing tends to end in a cliffhanger to keep you TV binging now. now. Yeah. And to just yeah, try and get a second season so you yeah. can still have a fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. It, doesn't always, it doesn't work most of the time, actually. Like, hey, you know what I said when you guys posted that video? I said, sounds good. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't check it out. Because <laughs> what is it, like 45 minutes? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, exactly. Like, she's a video essayist, you know? so... Our second segment. Yeah, I heard it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm I'm not gonna watch it. My friend Nick said it was bad. (laughs) I don't have Ah. HBO (laughs) Max. Do you have a login for the second segment? and today we're going to be making beef brajal. Now, this is a very special dish in my dysfunctional nightmare of a household. My brother Mike made this for us every single Sunday. And you guys, this is a cute story. My brother, who is addicted to painkillers, blew his head off on the State Street Bridge. Bam! Now, hold on. It gets better. No letter. No goodbye nothing except he did leave me our family's restaurant and his will which was a nice curveball considering he never let me work there with him even though i'm pretty good at this right (laughs) yeah i used to run the best restaurant on the planet earth it was pretty different from my brother's shithole which is barely hanging on by a thread so that was a nice final fuck you from michael on the way out anyway Brajal. Fuck. Guys? Where's my stuff? Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Your order is up for the bear. Kim, the bear. when did you first start watching this and why did you start Believe watching it? Believe it or not, it? I heard it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I seriously, I heard it was good. And I was like, I'm not watching a fucking show about a stressful kitchen. I work in a stressful kitchen all day. I'm not going to mm-hmm. fucking go home and watch a stressful kitchen show. And then I watched it and I liked the parts where they're in a stressful kitchen. It was very, <laughs> it's very fun. He the, just like me for real. He just like me for real. <laughs> to just to be clear, just to get this out of the way, my job is not like that at all. No, but Cam does have the same haircut as that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>, unfortunately, <laughs> a little bit shorter. I have. I was thinking about it today. We have similar genres of haircut, but yes, they're not absolutely. the same. But 
and I'm taller than him and not as ripped. And I don't have any cool. Yeah, you're not quite as hunched over. I think he would be taller if he wasn't. Oh my god, he walks around. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if it was been on. He has an extreme underbite, also. Yeah, he's a very interesting looking person, which Mm -hmm. is what makes him so hot. But um, someone was like, "Oh, he should be Wolverine." I was like, "He can't be Wolverine." Mm -hmm. And then they post that picture of him at the uh, Al-Anon meeting, and he's sitting in the back with his his hat way over his eyes and his hair is coming out of his hat it's like oh god damn he would be a really good wolverine but uh, i wonder if he's canadian too i I don't know but um yeah i like this show a lot i didn't expect to like it i found out that it's it's really fun and the episodes are short and i really like a lot of the actors in it i never watched shameless which is where people know the main actor for carmy really jeremy Jeremy allen white Mm. is in shameless and okay. people i recognize like mikey's actor he's in yes the punisher um, walking dead and, and the walking punisher dead. And, oh he's so good in the walking course, dead. Yes, so i uh, see i recognized him yeah, as, the, as the punisher but i also he's in a bunch of other stuff john Berthold. yeah john Berthold. He's oh he's so good stuff. it was a big surprise to me when because you know he's a flashback character he's not yeah. around in the show so when they're like okay here's the flashback and it's john Berthold, i'm like holy shit he it's it works so well in the, the same way uh, that when they reveal people's tracks all the time when they reveal joel McHale as uh carmy's old carm's old boss i'm like oh, oh yeah this also could yep. have been the whole show great that's why yeah season two is coming out in June. We're recording this in end of or middle of April. Yep. They got greenlit pretty know. immediately, which I'm excited for. I know, because this is kind of a show where you could kind of end it on the yeah, first season. I don't know. Yeah. I think, like, well, this is treading back into first segment territory, but I think a lot of these shows won't get out on top. <laughs> I'd love to see what a season two will be like. I do I think... would like to see what he does with the restaurant, but he didn't need to have it. Yeah, the the only thing that I think they need a season two for, and I'll try not to go on way too long about this, well, is yeah, that definitely go watch the show if you oh are, yeah, yeah, yeah. interested in this because yeah, we're going to talk about all I think we're all going to be pretty universally positive on this. Yeah, uh, which I, is I'm glad you guys watched it. all eight mm-hmm. episodes. It's yeah. gives us a lot. Just before we talk about anything that may happen in the series, so mm-hmm. yeah. Seb and I come it. down pretty firmly on anti TV in terms of like political stance. Just not interested, not against it. Yeah, exactly. Right. But um, yeah, so, I would like to say that I had a really great time with this show. I think that it is uh, excellently directed. I think that it is. Uh, th- there are some really, really great performances on this show, and we recommend it. Yes, it uh, hi- comes highly recommended. Oh yeah, check it out. And so yeah, check, I'll, check I'll out keep the bear on spoilers off the table mostly for just this one thing I wanted to say is um, okay. for season two. Like I just actually saw it on Reddit the other day, which is why this show is kept in my mind so well. Is I'm I'm. You know, whatever. He's in the subreddit. I'm in the subreddit for the bear. And people are weirdly just, it's so active. People have still just been watching it every day. It's really cool. But um, uh, there's, when I watch the show, I really like the ending. But like the characters of Sydney and Marcus, you're just like, wow, they never really wrapped up their growth or story or anything at all. And I was like, wow, they really kind of just fucked that up a little bit. But it's like, it's kind of nice to see something just unresolved that they can do mm-hmm. next season. Like, Sydney yeah. doesn't learn any lessons at all, which kind of makes her character infuriating, yeah, but she also a good she's in the right. character. <laughs> so yeah. One of, I mean, that's honestly one of the things I like about Carm and Sydney and uh, Richie is that they are all 
they all very realistically don't learn from the from the when bad things happen to them. Yeah, some people just don't grow as people. Yeah, in real life. Uh huh. Or you grow and you don't. You change some parts of you. You know, obviously, yeah, it's not every single super obvious thing yeah. about you. But yeah, I, I really like the show. I um, my job can get like this, but the the main difference between this and my job is that people aren't mean to each other to their face. Like no one's going to call you an asshole in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. They will call you an asshole to everyone else in the kitchen. As soon as you go home, this is kitchen nightmares. If nobody is there to, (laughs) there's no one to fix it at all. Like Carvey's there to fix it, but he's like the problem most of the time as well. Um, But uh, yeah, like it's nice to see your work represented in a show too. Of like, Oh God damn, this does suck. And there's not really any payoff of like, when he works all day and then goes home and eats a peanut butter and jelly and falls asleep on the couch, yeah. it's like, damn, that's me he for Falls real. asleep <laughs> on the couch watching a cooking show. Yeah, and then as it sleepwalks and lights his apartment on fire, they're like, hey, that's, yo. That's some shit. <laughs> you like, to be dreaming about work and then setting your apartment on fire while it's happening, I'm like, damn, dude, i You open there. your oven and it's full of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to turn my volume down so much because that fire alarm, the smoke alarm was so loud. Yeah, this show is... Like I watched, we'll we'll talk about it. But uh, episode seven is all one shot and so manic and crazy and mm. like I found myself. I've watched that episode three times and every time at the end of the episode, I am like holding onto my chest or like yeah. I just like it's holding stressful. my hands yeah. because you're just like so captivated by it. Um, so summary, yeah. Um, the premise. Um, this? Yeah. yeah. Well, real, we should do quick. the premise. Okay. Yeah, you just the premise. The I'm not going to summarize the, the whole show. Yeah. So basically, um. This guy, um, Carmi, Carmen Brizado, um, he is left the restaurant of his late brother who committed suicide very recently. Um, it is called The Original Beef, based on um, Mr. Beef, Mr. Beef in mm-hmm. Chicago for reals. Um, not to be confused with Mr. Beast, he fucking millennial. Yeah, he fucking Zoomer. Zoomer. The restaurant watched this show and said, just like me, for real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he's left this failing restaurant by his brother, and he has to go in, or feels obligated, rather, to go in and fix it um, to kind of make up for them not ever opening a restaurant together. Um, And it's just kind of a shit show. He doesn't get along with anybody. Um, he hires on a new sous chef. She doesn't get along with anybody. And it's just kind of all about how they all end up ha- finding a found family. And they're all fucked up. And everyone makes mistakes. And they're all yelling at each other. Trying to take a fine dining approach to work and put it in like a low-end sandwich shop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Dive food. Yeah. When you tell someone yeah. you have to cut this right. And they're like, I've been cutting the carrots like this for a hundred years. You can't yes. tell me I'm going to fucking cut my carrots. Yes. For, yeah. you know, and like. And they're working... like, it's been working just fine before. And then you turn around the whole entire place is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe we do fire. need to fix there it. There are carrots in the sink, like in the faucet. <laughs> like, like, God, like, God, the, <laughs> <laughs> the toilet explodes. Carrots. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's tons of problems for sure. But also, yeah. like, he goes from a place that is, you know, serving six different kinds of risotto to a place that has the same menu as Portillo's, uh, which is, you know, your Chicago, uh, Chicago-style uh, hot dog fast food place. This place has the exact same menu as yeah. that of the, you know, the, the 
Italian beef, the the beef and pepper, the Chicago dog. Like it's a sandwich shop, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's good stuff at the sandwich shop. But in the first episode, as Carmen points out, why do we have spaghetti on why the menu? Why are we serving well, spaghetti? Why are we serving spaghetti at the sandwich shop? And then Richie goes, "Well, everyone loves the spaghetti," and it's like it's not the fucking point. Why are we? Carmen's like, "It's spaghetti fucking sucks," and it's like, and that's kind of like a good example of where yeah. Carmi is right and wrong. Like the spaghetti probably does suck, but. If people are buying it and that's keeping a roof over your head, then make the fucking spaghetti. Like that's yeah, what right. Richie said to him: "Is like make the fucking spaghetti." <laughs> he he finds the recipe. Doesn't matter. He's too um, proud. The, in, yeah. in the last episode, he finds the recipe for the family meal spaghetti. Yeah. And it's literally just like ten <laughs> cloves things. of garlic, yeah. it's so tomato yeah. sauce, so and then like one <laughs> other ingredient. Yeah, and that's why like he thinks basil it sucks. Or it's something. not. It's not done yeah. well enough. And I love the idea that where Richie's like, you know. This guy, fucking the uh, system. Yeah, this guy can't figure out spaghetti. He's insulting. <laughs> yeah. He's insulting. Saying you don't know how to. Yeah, make saying it. you don't know how to make it. And Carmi, like, that does set him off. Which is like, you know, it's obvious bait to set him off to be like, yeah. I'll show you how to make spaghetti. But instead, he's just like, I am not doing that. I am not. Going it's to such make a perfect opening to the show. Is the end of the first episode? He's like, fine, I'll make the spaghetti. He starts opening the can. And then just gets mad and throws it away. Yeah. It won't make and it because he's the, too the proud to make the spaghetti. The thing is, if he'd made spaghetti. the spaghetti in the first place, wow. a lot of his problems would, would have been solved. Last last thing I'll say is I like the show a lot. I like seeing the industry I work in represented in the show. But I like it also as a show on its own. I think it's a good, unique blend of – like Jeremy Allen White won an Emmy, I think, for best – actor like lead actor in a comedic series which the show is not the really a comedy at all it's can classified as a comedy big. drama but it's but that stupid shit not. of you have to funnel, if you wanted to win an award you got to cram yourself into a category yeah, where you're gonna win that's a less served category than drama yeah you're not so, gonna win drama yeah. but you might win comedy and he's good to show drama so. because better call Saul came out last year yeah you don't have a damn chance dude like oh haha the guy is having angst because his brother shot himself there's a lot of jokes and they're good jokes but this show is not a comedy most of the jokes are in the but most of the funny jokes I found were in the background, like um, what's his name? Um, Ibra. Yeah, Ibra, he's so funny. He's he's great. Like he doesn't have any like character arc, but he's there, and I I love <laughs> him. He is pretty great. When Richie uh, gets stabbed, and yeah, he's he, like, he, "Tell he, me about the the factions." And yeah, he's like, no, there are many or factions. no, no. The two helicopters. Like, is, is this Blackhawk Black down? Yeah, Black <laughs> <laughs> no, um, R- Richie was like, uh, she almost got my butthole. Nobody's gonna sew a butthole, and then Ibra was like. Also a butthole. I've had yeah, some of my best friends. Yeah, very, I'm a very close friend. I'm so in his yeah, butthole. It's, uh, you know, it's the very well-observed, uh, like, kitchen thing. But, you know, many workplaces. But, like, you have you have one guy who's, like, you know, got a lot of, lot of stories uh, about, you know, a place that he was before this that was not very good. And... Um, uh, and, also, I've had it. I've had exactly this with a dishwasher before, where it's like, oh, one of the dishwashers is like, yeah, uh, it's like the, if you ask him to tell you stories, they're not going to be good stories, but they'll be very entertaining. And none of it is true. Is yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> Who cares? I've worked with matter. so many people that I will just listen to them talk. I don't care if they're lying. It's yeah, very exactly. entertaining. It doesn't I, matter. The food service industry has a lot of interesting characters. Brings and together I, a lot of people who didn't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people who did stuff. go to college. Yeah. I. Um, so my first job was at Finn's Cafe, which is at the, um, or was at. We've We've all worked food service. Now that I think right. of it, yeah. Alex has been on the grill. Mm-hmm. Were you front? 
Counter service? You weren't cooking at all, I was right? Ca- front of well, house? I, I would do, like, food prep. I didn't really operate any. Well, I, I would do some stuff for the kids. Like, I'd make their stupid you little corn muffins. Nice. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I worked the salivator. We did, have, we did have a, a meat slicer, and I did not use it. I was not trying to use it. I did scary. not want to use it. Yeah. Nick um, was food running and wait, front, waitering. Yep, that's right. Front of the house. Yeah, so I, I was said, doing. Yo, wine, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To the like fucking ninety eight year old. That's why you had to say it so loud. Yes. So the, to the, uh, the one hundred year old who is ordering the the wet bullshit spaghetti from this. That, that if show. he didn't say it like that, they would think he was a foreigner and he would yes, get fired. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I I worked the register. So I was in the front, and then I would also bring stuff out to people. It was kind of a weird setup. It was like people come up and order, and then you bring it out to them. But I was also doing stuff in the back because we only usually ever had like. Me and a guy in the back. I think we could all say that where we worked was understaffed. It was. But like, so when I was there, I I swear the guy running it was running some kind of a front. I was only ever paid in cash. They would always cancel my checks. That is quite common in food service. That's crazy getting paid in cash, though. Yeah. So so they would print my checks, but they would always be like, (laughs) yeah, here's your check. But we're going to like X that out and I'll pay you out of the safe. And it was my first job. And I was like. Okay, um, that's, that's some it was it was sketchy, <laughs> and then uh, and the, the guy underpaying you or over or no, 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 they were paying the me just right fine. amount of money to go to Seb. Yeah, but when you pay it on your taxes, that's when they are. Yeah, you're like, oh no, we don't have any employees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening. The thing oh, they no, were no, no, printing no. my checks like they yeah, would go exactly. to payroll. And that's so weird. It was it's weird. I don't know. What... They come out of it. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. maybe no they just didn't have the money in the account that the checks went to. Immensely. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that guy also ran like the place at the yacht club nearby. Um, but then like there was a guy in the kitchen who had just gotten out of jail. He'd been like uh, selling drugs or something like that. And like I felt really bad for him because his like kid was with – it was a long story. But he was a really nice guy. And he like – there were just so many characters there. And then there was um, this other guy who was like, I wish I went to because I was in college. He was like, I wish I listened to my mom and went to college. Now, then I was, but I was just running the streets. And I'm like, what did I, I do not fit in here. I mean, if you know how to do a job, like you can, they were all nice people, kitchen. but you know, they were like, just, I did just not fit in hard. there. They were talking about like, Oh, that guy put his pimping shoes up. Like they would talk like, <laughs> I, I worked, like, most of the main staff was, you know, POC, and I was not, so I didn't, like, like That's fit what's in so fun with about... the way that they talked and the way that they had attitudes. Like, I was extremely white. I've heard the most vile, disgusting, uh, un- <laughs> non-human shit in a kitchen, for sure. And then mm-hmm. you just got to say, ha-ha, all right, do you do the audience? <laughs> like, you, just, you, yeah. you can't. Get into an argument with the guy you that you work with every single day. Uh, <laughs> do you want to edit out the joke that you're going to say? <laughs> I will. Go for it. So we uh, we can't do kitchens we've worked in so, stories. All yeah. so we have a show to talk about too. Yeah. All right, but we got to talk about this yes, show. So yeah. we'll save the racist jokes but, for my yeah, next we, episode. Yeah, we've all got a background. <laughs> we'll do it yeah. for an episode coming out. Yeah, racist. If I had known, episode. we would have done that for the first segment. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. But, that was the only I, this, one of the only ones that I remember, and I had to. Uh, I gotta, I gotta take my uh, cancer pill. But whoever okay. wants to start first, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we, um, we all so have. Why don't you, why don't you start? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I was explaining my background in uh, food service, which was only really for a summer, and then of course we did. Um, oh my God. No, I actually no, I trained at 
the sushi place for like two days. Mm -hmm. um, and it was the most stressful thing I've ever done. So like not working in the same kind of environment for as long as camp, but I really appreciated this show because I've been in a similar-ish situation. Like I was never in the back that much, but um, I really could feel that stress. Like when I worked at Finn's, like it was a, like we had seafood. And you know how people get about their fucking seafood. You're like 10 steps away from the yacht club, right? Um, but so, so one of the things I, like I, I said in our Discord that this show is not really, like it's extremely tied to its environment. I don't think you could take this out and drop it easily into a different setting. But it's not really even about cooking. It's not really about the food itself. Um, it's about the dynamic in a kitchen. Yeah, it's the about, environment it creates. Yeah, the, the environment, the types of stress it creates, and the type of people who work there. Yeah, people who don't want to change their ways or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so, so when there's, like, a big rush, I, I felt that. I was like, oh, I, I worked at Finns. We'd have a big rush for, you know, lobster rolls. Right and stuff like that, and then at the same time I had to feed the kids over here, and I there were like two of us, and it was awful. And there was one time I broke down crying because it was too busy, and I didn't get to eat anything for dinner, and that made me stressed out. Yeah, you don't get uh, to say, but that's not my job. It's like just fucking do it and then complain after. Yeah, you don't get to say. It um, get most of the time, that job was not that stressful, especially um, like during the weekdays. Uh, I was just feeding camps. But anyway, yeah. So I I really kind of got a lot out of them depicting the environment because I sympathized with it quite a lot. Um, Everyone should work, not just food service, but a customer service job. Yeah, you should Absolutely. work a public-facing job. You can tell when people have. For a little while, yeah. You can tell uh, when, when what people have. What I used have. to say about this is that it teaches you empathy, but I've run into some people no. who, uh, <laughs> who have uh, caused me to reconsider that. And to, so instead I will say, it should teach you empathy, but sometimes yeah. that it... It doesn't it, work. Yeah, like, yeah. So sometimes it doesn't work. But the thing is, it should happen to everyone because you should know, you should have that feeling in your head of like, I know what it's like to be on the other side of the situation mm -hmm. when you're interacting with anyone who is working a job. Mm -hmm. My mom worked at a server, as a server at the Ocean House when she was young. Wow. What? For yeah. real? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, before it like not they that closed I have any and... connection to that. No, yeah, they they like closed it and then they rebuilt it and then they like it was before all that. Um, and she also worked at McQuaid's. Um, so those those were two like wow. public facing things that she did as a kid, but uh, or like as a teenager. Um, in the 1800s. She does not. Yeah, <laughs> she does not have any empathy for anybody in public facing service. I have watched her be the definition of a Karen. Sorry mm. to say. No, I mean, uh, it's been a long time since. It's been a long time. If, if you're out of it for that long, and you know, people are different than they they were back then. Like like back then, like you go to McQuaid's, everybody fucking knows each other. At you know, like at that point. And all the workers are like 15 now, which is. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, she was like that old at the time. Yeah. But the thing was, like back then, like the there was so small. Yeah, I think I mean, <laughs> literally. No, I'm just, I'm, Alex and I like to make I'm your your parents are a thousand years old. Jokes. Your parents are old jokes. <laughs> <laughs> into the show. I was gonna say that that was the legal working age at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't invented the term child labor yet. Uh, no, but like lines. something like that. But like everybody fucking knew each other. So if. If somebody was like rude to to my mom, like her dad would kill them. Kill them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you could back then. Yeah, you could do that. 
Um, but you it, like it, the show? Yeah, I like the show. I'm, yeah. I'm about to get back to that. I know. There's just uh, too much fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, about especially, like, especially in, in terms of like where job... Like everybody has like a lot of job horror stories. And whenever those come up, everybody has you know yep. all these stories they want to talk but um anyway so i um especially like so i really love a good um enemies to friends story and that is what this show is a yeah. lot of it um so one of the the biggest relationships in this show is uh carmy and richie carmy being um the brother of mikey and richie being the former best friend of mikey and um are they not related they're not they're, they're not, not related right? in fact i think richie yeah, at one right. point is like, like they mentioned he's like polish or something he's like yeah. not italian oh yeah. really like he, yeah he <laughs> says something about he, like he keeps saying like maron and richie's like look at that funny. guy he's like 100 percent polish and then uh he like he's not italian at all and then carmy's like you're not italian either he's like i'm more italian than that guy um <laughs> and then there's another part where fac calls carmy cousin and then carmy's like you're not my cousin richie's or no richie says you're not my cousin carmy says you're not my cousin either and it's like <laughs> they're not related but they call each other cousins yeah because they, they've just been friends or like they've known each other yeah. for that yeah. long um but uh yeah so they they already know each other but they like hate each other just because like they have been split apart by this event you know this this suicide let's see this is like the this is my the place. Person, this is the other person's like fault as much as yeah. it, and they do blame themselves as well. But like, you know, uh, and Richie's kind of like, uh, well, yeah. I was here already, so yeah. this is Carmi my place now. Yeah. But yeah. Carmi literally owns it because yeah, Mikey literally. leaves it to Carmi. Yeah. Instead of Richie, which just is like baseline, they're gonna hate each other. For mm -hmm. Yeah. Life. Yeah. But Carmi gets there and he's like, this place is fucking failing and everything here fucking sucks. Like because it's not organized and because the the food could be better and because of all these things, like he is because focusing my on it. Brother as was a, like, laundering money. Yeah, 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 and like and working on all these aspects of it. Whereas Richie is like, this you know this is more than just like a business. You know this is my life and these are the people that I care about and you're coming in here and you're fucking everything up. You're fucking, fucking up, up our system. lives. You're fucking mm -hmm. up the system, as he says. Yeah, your dad alert. We have a system. And. Most of the people in the restaurant take it a little bit better than Richie. Um, Tina, not so much, but she especially has a thing with Sydney. So Sydney shows up like almost as soon as um, Carmi does, and she's like a sous chef who who comes in and she's like, "Oh, she's this is my dad's favorite background. spot." Yeah. yeah. So she's like Carmi, kind of the enemy in the situation. Yeah. They're, they're, but they're you know like schooled people, not yeah. not you know. Yeah, but turns out she had actually eaten one of Carmi's dishes in New York. Um, and that like, so she was kind of like following him there. Yeah. Um, she's almost, I do like the revelation like early on where she's like, Oh no, this is like my eighth choice. <laughs> Cause she's yeah. been kicked out of a, a bunch of, uh, or she's departed from a bunch of other places. Well, yeah, yeah. Like apparently they all thought she was very good, but also really impatient and rude. Uh -huh. And she is and, absolutely and rude. She wants green. to, she wants to control she wants it to be her restaurant, basically. Yeah, she thinks she, she can... Because she thinks she's smarter than whoever's running yeah. it and however and it, they could do it. Th this is, like, my whole... I really like that character cause, because she's so infuriating. It's, like, that's... I've seen that person so many times of just, like, you... Even if you are right, you have to be nice about it. Even if, yeah. like... Yeah, and you just got here. You might... There's a lot of stuff you might not know. You're too young to be an asshole to yeah. someone who's worked there for 40 years. It doesn't matter how right you are. I don't even know. Like, you she seems just so in. young to me, she's but I think she's... definitely, like like 20 years old or something or 25 but she's already in the show been out of 
school and then she's had a bunch of jobs and then she tried to start her catering business and then she's like oh, got yeah, shit right. like she, she i think she looks way younger than she actually is yeah I think i'd she, say like 25 character wise 30. it doesn't yeah, matter not, not 30. 30 yeah um, but yeah the point is like we just got new management at my job and like the guy's coming in and just telling everyone how to change everything mm-hmm. and he's about to get his fucking ass kicked when the summer happens because he's just not ready for it so it's just such yeah. a relatable thing of like Okay, you're the new Everyone boss. You want to come their, in here and tell us how to fix that. everything. Yeah. And then when you, you killed. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, where was I? Yeah, so T- Tina's thing is more with Sydney because Sydney's like, don't do not do this, don't do that. And then they implement the French brigade, brigade which is like a way of organizing a kitchen that... Um, Many people died. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Many, like, oh. I, lo- I love you, bro. Um, so yeah, he was like, I was in a brigade once. Uh yeah. But um, yeah, so, so it's a way of organizing a kitchen. Everybody has their own station, and then um, everybody, like, there's there's like Everyone's a way a of master in their field. You keep yeah. track of your own shit instead of running around. Yeah, and then one person gives place. orders to everybody else, um, and they and it's very hierarchical. Um, so uh, they implement that and. People like aren't into it at first, except Ibra. He's like, I'm meat. I'm on the meat. Yeah, I, I love I that guy. He's just so thing. good. Like, not everybody in the kitchen has their own character arc. There's, there's like well, the thing that I liked about them incorporating that or like formalizing that is yeah. because like you can tell because this is a restaurant that's been open for so long. Everyone mm-hmm. already kind of has their thing. Yeah, and you and can't really like, tell them to like do their thing. Formalizing it makes it official it's like well yeah you're the yeah. dessert guy you were the bread guy but you like dessert. you're the saucier and yeah. somebody says what the fuck does that mean? yeah it's like you do the sauce it's like oh i already had to do the sauce yeah. so that, yeah. that sounds good sauces. yeah, yeah so, so it wasn't really that much of a bad yeah. idea but it was just like nobody really likes the hierarchy right. mm. and to emphasize to this uh tina makes fun of carmy the entire time by intentionally calling him jeff instead of <laughs> yeah chef. instead of yeah. chef yeah and it's i you know a lesser show would have had her like mishear it and not understand him, but no, she's doing it to raz him yeah. the entire yeah. show. Wait, the part I really love about that is that in the first episode she keeps calling him puta, and he's yeah. like, "I know what that means. It's, <laughs> not, it's not just some mystical Spanish yeah. word that I don't know. I know what that means. Stop calling me I, that." I love her like <laughs> pretending that she doesn't speak English yeah. too. Sometimes everyone's like, "We know you speak English," and she's like, "No English." I love and that character. And, and then Sydney like it tries to do Spanish to her, and she and she's like, "You're." She's terrible. Of course, <laughs> she is the most like my current boss, so mm-hmm. I, I really like that character. I like a lot. her a lot. Like, she's, she's really sympathetic and small, uh, mm-hmm. ethnic woman who yeah. won't change their way, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but is actually a, a real sweetheart. At, yeah, and, and she, like, as much as she kind of a little bit tries to sabotage Sydney at first, uh, she comes around pretty quickly. Um, I think once she realizes, like, oh, Sydney actually knows what she's doing in terms of the food. Yeah, after um, she eats the uh, family, uh, yeah, the, like the dish. That's when she really kind of and the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and yes, stuff. Potatoes. She just teaches her yeah, how to do it, like, and then oh, you learn okay. how to do something better, and you you crush it. And the, uh, I'm gonna interject again here, real quick. Yeah, but, no problem. Um, I'm kind the of brigade, the brigade stuff. Um, the the thing we were talking about was like, oh, I already do that. That's great. I'm going to keep doing that. That's fine. The thing that people don't like about a brigade is that now you're responsible for it. It's like you hold accountability. If that's not done, you can say you were supposed to do that. Whereas before yeah. it was like, I don't know. I always yeah. do this. I didn't. Who, who was nobody told to me I was supposed to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, that's this your, is your that's responsibility your now. The sauce is fucked up. It's yeah. your yeah, job. Yeah, you fucked it up. The but I, I think it does show that 
Carmi wasn't necessarily just being like, I want a French brigade. He was actually thinking about what people already liked to do and were doing. Yeah. So he, he was actually thinking about individuals in the kitchen. Yeah. And he's also picking, making a good point when he wants to have Sydney run it because he's like, they already hate me and I'm already bossing them around. Mm-hmm. If you want to change this restaurant and make it into something good, here is your opportunity to do it in a very real way right now. Yeah. Uh, she came because, in with like a fucking research paper. The binder. Oh. People be this. doing that shit. People you, do it and yeah, like, I, I would kill much. you if you did that. <laughs> I'm like, what, do I'm you have a charge, life? But that's, that's the thing is like you, especially you're going to come into aggressive. my restaurant and give me a paper on how everything I'm doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, and you've been here for a week. Like, fuck you. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter if you're right. You have to earn, you know, you got to earn that. Your homework. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a book report. Yeah, it, that was incredible. Like, I was sympathetic towards her at first because I was like, oh, she's the underdog. She really wants to, you know, make, like, she comes into a place, sees that everybody's kind of stuck in, in the mud here, and she wants to, you know, raise it out of that. But then she gets rude, and she starts to get really like high and mighty over everybody for a while and i was just like no i don't like you anymore now i like richie even though i hated richie at first i was like what a fucking asshole like he's selling cocaine that richie's an asshole yeah he's got a there's like a like he shoots his gun like he does warning shots with his gun for no real reason outside of the restaurant (laughs) he doesn't need to do that like um uh yeah, absolutely. Richie thinks that his way is the only way to solve the problems, and it's always the most aggressive way. I yeah. love how they cycle back on that in the later episode where Sydney is able to solve the problem while Richie's looking for his gun uh-huh. to do what he did in episode two or whatever. Yeah, it was just about and being Sydney's nice. able to figure it out yeah. by just talking to the people when yeah. he was just going to uh-huh. go out and, and shoot. And beating them, which is like, yeah. again, you're already doing this. Yep. You're not already shooting a gun. You're already making food. So this is like, again... Using the, the, the tools that you have to solve this problem without escalating it into violence. And then, like, so many times, like, almost every episode that is focused on Richie is about how he uses violence and it causes problems. Yeah. But oh, his character is so good, though. His character yeah. is so good. He's, yeah. This is something we were talking about before we were recording, but Richie's character is so real. Yeah, he's in, not uh, just an asshole. He loves his daughter. He's very yeah. soft when he talks to yeah. her on the phone. Does that fix the part where he almost kills a dude? No, of course not. He <laughs> no. probably should that, that guy was causing the problems he first. He had it coming. Yeah, he, he didn't but, want to have killed the dude either. He, he wasn't like, oh, come on. He was just, you know, he was causing problems. Like, he was like, oh, my God, is he okay? Yeah. You know, like, I mean... partially because he just doesn't want to go in go to jail for a long time but going back to the daughter scene i love that it's so early i think it's episode two um he's clearly divorced from his wife and his kid like the mom calls richie because the kid won't go to sleep and that's just such a sweet thing of like even though he's such an asshole the daughter won't go to bed until he doesn't want to talk to mom he wants to talk to dad it's just so adorable i love Mm -hmm. it so much yeah um I, I just love how how real all the characters are in the show, like how they take a long time to grow, how they don't learn the it's, first time. Sometimes maybe don't learn their lesson. Yeah, yeah sometimes sometimes. <laughs> they don't learn their lesson at all. Like fucking um, Marcus, right? Marcus is a nice guy. Like he's nice. Yeah. He wants to make donuts so fucking he, bad. He fucks the whole 
fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there's, times, sure does. there's times where Carmi and, and Sydney, even though they're like going insane, like ballistic, yeah. I'm like, that was fucking deserved. Like Carmi knocks the donut to the ground because they're freaking out. The to go system donut. has like 5 million orders in it because Sydney forgot to turn off the pre order thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, come on, you got to make chocolate cakes. You got to make chocolate cakes. All you got, you just make the chocolate cake. And yeah. he's like perfecting his donut. And then he goes up to Carmi with the donut. Like he yeah, doesn't yeah. know he's he's supposed to be doing something else right now. And I'm just like, dude, Completely what's your problem? World. God, like, and he's he's like nice. Like he's one of the only people who doesn't yell in the show. Yeah. Uh, like as far as like the people who get a lot of screen time go, he, like he doesn't yell. He's nice. Like all he wants to do is make his donuts. That's like, he's so dedicated about the donuts. And I was just like, guy, guy, you fucked up. You fucked up. That's um, yeah. To circle back on that is the the Sydney and Marcus thing. They they both don't kind of learn their lesson. Like they mm-hmm. they fuck everybody else in the restaurant kind of. And then get mad because someone yells at them and quit and leave them in the shit and then and don't they get to apologize. Hang out and be like, yeah. wasn't that shitty? Yeah. <laughs> and then they say, "Damn, Carmi's a bitch." And then Carmi apologizes to yeah. both of them and then they come back to. I work. mean, it wasn't it's... good that he was going as insane as he was yeah. at people, but like, I get it. But all, I mean, all he did. It, this is the whole debate of the entire Reddit. Oh, That's yeah. why it's still we'll, active. We'll it's like we'll get to it. Yeah. Is, like that's what makes the right, show so good that they don't the solve that. I, yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah I think everyone had reasons. Everybody took a fucking Parks and Rec approach where at the end... Exactly. Said, oh, that's goes, such a good example. Somebody yeah. goes, I really didn't need to do that I'm to sorry, you. dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you. Here's a reference to Game of Thrones. I hope you'll be okay. They <laughs> <laughs> really should have referenced Game of Thrones yeah. more in the show. Um, <laughs> None of these guys have time. To that's one of my big things. They don't. They're the guys who don't know how to get to the Netflix website because <laughs> they're always at the damn beef making the sandwiches. My dad. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I just think all these characters are very realistic, and I like them a lot. Um, even though I, th- I think in real life most people wouldn't scream quite as much. Um, oh. Though if if pressed, everybody or, or most people will scream back at somebody else if if somebody is screaming at them. Um, Carmi, I think is realistic because he really is not dealing with like his brother's suicide. Oh, like yeah. he's not dealing with anything. No. Um, but he, he tries, like he, eventually he tries, he starts going to Al-Anon to kind of like, like Al-Anon isn't just for people who are actively addicted. It's also for their friends and family so they yeah. can, you know, yeah, talk help about, understand yeah, help understand and, and stuff like that. And, um, so while I was watching the show, I, I watched the whole thing in one go pretty much uh, yesterday. Damn. I was... Blood-armed binging. Yeah, I, I was... Um, it's very bingeable. It's not, yeah, it's very bingeable. Um, Hanging myself noise. <laughs> uh, we, we get a new swinging noise, right? That's in the sound library. Yeah, edit that in, please. Yeah, that's a free sound. Um, so I, I was scanning slides um, from, from, my, from my dad's like old slides and shit um, from the 70s. Uh, yesterday so it, it was like a good thing to have on in the background short apps um, 20, a lot of them 20 to 30 minutes yeah and um and 45 minutes yeah and it was like a it's a thing you don't need to always look at because people are yelling oh. up about what they're doing um yeah that's kind of true but when we got to episode seven and he sits down at the al-anon meeting and he's just talking like there's nothing else going on on screen it's just carmy yeah, that's, that, that, sitting that's there the, like oh, that's, so brutal the Emmy episode for him. It's yeah. like, that's yeah. a, I, I really like that scene and I think it is good, but I'm also like, yeah, this is yeah, the long monologue where you're yeah. looking at the camera. 
that is like with the... no one else on screen. Yeah, the this camera is the doesn't clip that move. They play to the, yeah, the judges. But yeah. it's really it well acted. Yeah. Like it's not like he delivers it like it's he's on a stage. Like it's just he's stuttering and like not confident when he's saying and backtracks. It's just really well done speech yeah, he's, about he's how his choking brother up and like yeah. it's weird too. It is in one of the last episodes and it it explains the whole story of right. the show. Yeah, they, that's yeah there's some the gaps it fills in. They kind of put you right into the middle of it, so you don't totally know the whole context behind Mm -hmm. their relationship so you could only guess yeah yeah. it's good that they go back and but yeah i I had been funny detail is they keep going back to this bridge and they say that uh carmy's brother killed himself and you might think that he jumped off but he went to the bridge and shot himself (laughs) which is a detail that doesn't come up until seems like he knew you're supposed to kill yourself but he didn't know when he's in the store with sydney uh sydney's like what happened to mikey and he's like uh richie says he blew his brains out two months ago. Yeah. yeah. But Nick's yes. saying that usually you jump off a bridge if you're yes. going to kill yourself. But he went to the bridge and then shot himself in the head. Yes. So why why go to the bridge? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at the beginning of the show, the first thing that you see is the dream that yeah, with the has bear on the bridge. Yeah. And then you find out that like, he killed himself. You may, you may think in that first episode, like I did, oh, bridge, suicide, you mm. jump. That's the main thing that you do okay. on a bridge. Yeah, I liked I liked that scene um, where he's just talking. Yeah. Uh, it, really, it, really like, really I stopped life. doing everything I, I was doing. Like, I put I away the slides. The I, I have been watching <laughs> I put away the this slides. The I turned off the computer. This is the one time you kind of don't... I think you can kind of glance at the No, I was watching it. Like, at the same time, I was, you know doing slides but i wasn't like glued to the screen constantly yeah until this episode and the next episode like episodes seven and eight like i put everything away and i was just watching because it got that intense and that like i was sad when it ended i i want to watch the second season it's so great that we i kind of wanted to do this i mean i listeners of the show know that i've been saying we're going to do this for like five months but the new season comes out in june so it's we get more bears yeah i mean if you want to do another episode on I it probably will. Uh, yeah if it's good yeah. might yeah. suck who knows alex what do you think of the bear the bear hello um i enjoyed the show the bear um yeah i think it's interesting i think it's we, we talked a little bit about our uh experiences with kitchens and such and it is uh it's interesting in that it is a stressful, high volume job where you are you have to deal with a lot of people who um, are very different from yourself, at least in my personal experience. So uh, it was interesting to see just such a, uh, Seb used the word found family, and I think that is a little bit of a corny genre term now. They but... call it a family restaurant, and I think what they mean more is the kitchen staff yes. than the people who I sit think down. It, I think it fits for this, even though I, 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 I roll a little bit whenever anyone uses the term found family. The, um, the only reason, I'm the same way, the only reason I accept it for this show is that I've heard it multiple <clears throat> jobs. The most depressing sentence ever is, you'll be with us more than you are with your family. <laughs> no, that's so we your family more. That makes me want, speaking of hanging yourself noise, mm. it makes me want to play that sound throw again. a knife. <laughs> yeah, play it so. But yeah, it is like that's your family. You're with them all day, every day. So right. Forming strong relationships with your coworkers is important to not want to kill yourself. But or that's the only relationship you have, then that will mm. uh, cause you to develop some unhealthy attitudes about your own yeah. life. And yeah, now, I, having worked an office job for five years, I don't. I have the luxury of not talking to my coworkers most of the time, the and dream. that is. It's really, honestly, super good. Alex has legitimately um, one of the healthiest work-life balances I have ever seen. <laughs> this dude's good severance, and he doesn't even watch the damn show. <laughs> he doesn't 
even know what severance is about, buddy. You're living it. Oh wow. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, must happen to work. <laughs> um, Ooh, that's your boss, but no, dude. Like, it, it, the the show doesn't like make it look desirable to hang out and yell at a bunch of people with a bunch of people who yell at you all the time. But it is like, oh, it's fun that these people oh, get to they have their little meal together and they hang out and everybody does their little thing and it's it's cool. It's good. I, because they're characters in a TV show, um, but yeah, I don't know. I like to see like all the different guys that get to do their thing. Like they're all such specific characters, and even though it doesn't matter that like none of them like a couple of them get like an episode that focuses on them, but it's not. It's they're more than what you see on screen. You can tell that they have like so- something going on. Yeah, episode. <laughs> Five or six, you find out that one of the dishwashers played for the Mets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for one line, and that's Except the, Marcus, oh, the cops. I'm sorry. Yeah, Marcus starts sweeping. Played for the, for the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, New York and yeah, Chicago. <laughs> I don't know the difference. But yeah, no, that's such a great touch. It's and it like brings some humanity to it. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, like I, I was homeless. Like I know what. Like even put put into that story was yeah. like, oh, it's such a relatable thing. Like, buddy, you're sleeping at work. If you need somewhere to stay, I know the spots. And, he's, and then he kind of slips in that like, oh yeah, I, I played for the Cubs. Yeah. He, he slides <laughs> like, in, I was homeless and I played for the Cubs in the no. same sentence. Yeah. Um, one of our fun. managers at the movie theater was a college football player. Oh and yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes some a lot of people like the the. Sixth or seventh most insane thing about his life. Yeah, you, you really have to <laughs> he, go down the list. His dad was a big boxer. Right. He just, yeah. uh, He's in that he, comic in the newspaper for a while too, named wasn't he? Is Charles A. Brown Jr. He got arrested <laughs> because somebody had the same name as him. Uh, yeah. Again, again, sixth or seventh most crazy thing about him was the fact that he almost played for the Ravens uh, in the NFL. We mentioned it earlier, but. Um, Ibrahim uh, tells the great story about Black Hawk Down, but yeah. like <laughs> all of that stuff is like his stuff is really interesting because it's like you yeah. don't really get yeah, to know focus. his whole deal, but it's like there's a lot going on there. For Richie to focus on so he doesn't pass out. Hey, you know who's great at following orders and uh, working long hours? People who have been in the damn army. So <laughs> a lot of them end up in the kitchen. So. You know what the first thing about the army is? The hours. The hours. <laughs> you work all day and you don't get paid for But um, uh, yeah. I, I really liked Carmi. I think it's, it's such an interesting character to follow. Um, I, like what, bef- Even before he kind of lays bare his whole motivation for wanting to be a good chef, um, it was like really interesting to me to be to like uh, look at a guy who's like oh you know everyone would always say it's like oh he worked at like the best restaurant in the entire country or whatever or, like the best restaurant in the world or whatever they say and it's like, it's like this is how they do this at the French Laundry and Richie says the thing that everyone who hears that name and doesn't yeah. know what it is thinks which is like the French Laundry what are they do they actually serve food there or what does he say like, the name is gay <laughs> it's a really funny he, he says uh, something really not clever that's yeah. such a, a funny response to it because the response is the French Laundry that is uh, do I bring your clothes there you know yeah. it's, they serve food the, my I was skeptical about doing this show for the the podcast, but then when I rewatched the first episode, I was laughing out loud at everything Richie said, and I knew it was yeah. Like I instantly changed my Discord name because 
Uh, Sydney oh, says to yeah. Richie, really he nice. was named Food and Wine's best chef, and then later Richie says, "Carmi, Food and Wine's best new dickhead over here." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the the dumbest insult ever, but it's so funny. But I think what makes Carmi interesting is that he comes from that kind of background, but he's not. He clearly like he washed out of it, as you kind of see. But he also like he's not the kind of guy who you'd expect when you think fine dining. Uh, which I think is pretty interesting. Like he obviously cares about it and he knows enough about the industry to establish kind of the, like to set the place in order a little bit or try to. Yeah. There's like a conversation later when, when Marcus like starts like pulling pages out of his old book yeah. or books. Um, and he's like, Oh yeah, this is how you do that. And it's like this, the most complicated thing I have ever heard yeah, in my uh, life. Uh, and he's just plan. like, yeah. And this, 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 and I'm like, and he's telling the, story about the perfectionist who was like dying, trying to get it right. And Marcus completely misses the point of the story. Yeah. Marcus is doing that. Because Carm is trying to say like, if you care too much about getting something perfect, you will go insane yeah. instead of, just being allowing yourself to get something a little wrong and being able to live your life, mm-hmm. yeah. you will truly like go mad and not be able to function as a person. And Marcus is like, "That sounds great. You yeah. got it right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then oh, Sydney like comes over and she's like, "Oh, you use this." Yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. great. And he's like, "Sisyphus, that boulder. You got it all the way to the top." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, went down the next day. But, but he did get it all. Oh, the way but up, the, right? it was great at the top. But uh, yeah, no, I think the character dynamics are what really make this. I think it's it's such an interesting, varied cast, and uh, it is fun to see everyone uh, get to say their little bit and bounce off of each other or yell at each other and have someone say something smarmy or whatever. Some jokes don't work. I know. Well, you and I are enjoyers of Maddie Matheson too. Of course. Yeah, I was about to bring him up. It's so so cool. I. I definitely had heard, had been told that he's in this, but I had completely forgotten. <laughs> and it was so I funny. thought he wasn't in as much as he's in. Rewatching yeah. it for this episode, it's funny. It's we all watch every, every episode. episode for the, he's, in, he's in it quite a bit, yeah. so he's, he's there the whole time. But Very it's funny to hear him. He's Canadian, but to see him play a guy from Chicago, so he, he, it still fits. <laughs> which one is he? He is Fack. Yeah. He is the... The big tattooed guy. It's funny that he's the, the engineer who wants to work in the restaurant. He is a real life chef. Yeah. Who has like four or five restaurants and okay. six YouTube channels. And Great character. Successful. Fantastic character. He's fine and then, like, at, yeah, Towards so the end of the show when, uh, you know, he's like, he's fixing like the fucking register or something. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'll just, I'll just work back here. Like, I'll, I'll just do it. And they're like, and. People aren't really saying no. It's yeah. so funny Richie's gatekeeping of the place. It's yeah. exactly how people actually yeah. act, especially about a low-end place like that. It's like, you couldn't work here. You don't have the training. It's like, look around you, dude. Like, you, nobody yeah. here Richie knows what they're fucking like, doing. You know, at the same time, <laughs> no, no, no. He went to DeVry. Yeah. <laughs> really funny joke. They yeah. keep bringing that up. What is that, the community it's, college it's, yeah, in it, No, it's the fucking like, online. online. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He learned accounting or something like There's that. There's a really yeah. great... John Boy's video about DeVry pretending they have a basketball team for like for like again some like funding reason and then they actually like contractually have had to, to play, had to play a game. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like eight online yeah, the guys. Disaster that occurs because of that. But yeah, that, that was that was an early episode that was really good. They was like, well, I you know. 
Uh, oh, they get in a physical yeah, fight over it. Yeah, because they, yeah, they were arguing over it. And Carmine's like, well, I learned how to do this from, you know, the best restaurants or whatever. And he's like, well, I went to DeVry. I know how this shit works. Mm-hmm. And they, they, everyone's kind of ripping on him for that. And then, like, the fucking ice cream machine breaks. And, you, and there he's like, you learned how to fix that? He's like, actually, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, this I, I got a lot out of the humor of this show. The drama is good and the character dynamics are great, but... Uh, a lot of really, really funny lines. What did you guys think about the kids taking Xanax? Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was too far. I was like, this is yeah, totally it's, it's weird. Fiction, it's a fictional show. Yeah. I know. I thought it was totally weird, though. I, well, I like yeah. that the guy, uh, Cicero, the guy yeah, that, that they're in. Yeah, he was like, oh, like, this is fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of into it, is what he says. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird line, but. Well, I like that they, the way that well, they he set up to, that. He doesn't have to pay attention to the kids because they're all asleep. Yeah. The way that they set up that joke was good, I think, because, like, before you even know that the, like, you they set up the Xanax earlier, but that you don't know that the thing is spiked. And then, like, uh, the stepdad or the brothers uh the, sorry yeah what do you call um, Cicero sister's, is the uncle no i'm sorry carmy's sister's Step husband bro- wait pete uh-huh. pete his Thank brother-in-law you. brother-in-law yeah, yeah, yeah uh he is like what's up with the kids <laughs> like oh that's yeah. weird yeah <laughs> and that was my reason, favorite joke of all of that and before the they even paid it off even there is one of the only things that carmy and richie can agree on which is Carmi's like coolers. homemade cool. ecto cooler. And Rich yeah. is like, oh yeah, that oh, it's, like, that's like, it's like, like why are you cutting oranges? That's gay. <laughs> <He> says, yeah, <laughs> what's up with all this gay ass fruit? Yeah. <laughs> so insensitive. So I did also like uh, that. I I was like set up to hate Cicero because he was a loan shark. He's like, your brother owed me three hundred three hundred k. But then later on, I was like. He's not that bad. No, he's kind know. of trying to... He's giving them the escape hatch. He's saying, yeah. just sell me the restaurant and you can wipe out the debt. Yeah. yeah. Or you can... he can turn it into condos or yeah, something. Or, yeah, or or you can do me some favors. Yeah, to, well, and it's like not even... Like, it's a... They they knock off, like, $2,000. Two, yeah, $2K <laughs> off that yeah. $300,000 debt. Working all day at the children's birthday party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I like the show. I'm, I've been going on because there's a lot of funny moments and interesting. Yeah, I keep interjecting. So, but there's just so much to say. Yeah. It's um, very dense. One thing I, I don't know how I feel about the ending of the show. I'm curious because they're going to lead into season two, but I think it's kind of a cop out for them to suddenly have a lot of money. Right, so it doesn't I'm make going to put any the spoiler alert here. Uh, Mikey was for sure selling drugs. Yes, yeah, well, we they, know they, that we, he was selling drugs. We know that we know Richie that, was, at least. We know Richie was. Well, we know... And that it was Richie going back into the restaurant. Richie takes over for yeah, Mikey. Yes. yes. Because the guy on the phone, who he ends up selling... Uh, Richie sells drugs, he was asking for Mikey. So it's yeah. like, well, of course they had something going on. If, but, right, if I can give have, my... When you have that much cash, like, around... But, still yeah. in... Here's, exactly here's, that much debt to I've someone done, else? The, the creator weighed in on this, and f- I still barely understand it, but here's here's my understanding of it through okay. my minimal research, is they were in debt to every vendor and to Cicero, right? Yes. Um, Mikey was squirreling away money um, to give to Carmi so that he could open, they could open up a restaurant together, or Carmi could open up a restaurant. Okay. So the way that this absolves everything is that as far as i know i don't know how the restaurant business works to this extent is that they sell the place to cicero so that that absolves the cicero debt 
and then I don't know what happens with all the vendors, but then they use the money to open a new well, restaurant. It's uh, This is a thing that real That's places often do when you have does. a lot of debt, but the place doesn't exist anymore. You, you can't it. come and call on it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's because you owe the debt to the business there. It's like... Even though they're going to be in the same exact yeah, spot. I, right, but the thing is... the They can the start a new... Yeah. Like they're, yes. Now they're like, start fresh, yeah. clean I don't know. slate. I, some okay. of, I feel like the fact that they're... I didn't really know that they were making another season of this, so maybe all this stuff will be... Yeah, yeah. they have to. Yeah. They, they have they're to fall off on it. So. Yeah, but they're gonna have to bring it up. Part but of the reason they, they're in so much debt to anyone is because Mikey is sabotaging. Like, like he's saying, they tell the story about Mikey where he says, uh, you know, we. I remember when we. Uh, who was it was saying? Oh, I remember when we didn't have napkins. Tina was yeah, saying, Tina yeah, didn't have <laughs> Tina was saying I remember we didn't have napkins, and I told him, uh, you know, we we need to get some fucking napkins. Why don't you just pay him? He said it doesn't matter. We would be able to pay him next time. Yeah, and. So this kind of fatalist behavior is what led to him thinking, this can't work, but maybe something else can work. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he stopped paying everyone. And at the beginning, the vendors are like, I'm not giving you beef. You don't have enough money for beef. And Carmen's selling all these fucking selling jeans. Selling vintage jeans yeah. to yeah. pay for Very beef for one day. Very weird that he has so many day. vintage jeans. That's what you do when you're a chef and you have all this money. In, or all this money. You're eating PB&Js every night, so you have no expenses. You yeah. never go anywhere. You never do anything. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was a little confused about how all of this ended up. And then it was like... Well, he had all of this money enough to square his debts, and then he killed himself. It's like okay, what? it wasn't I enough to square happens. his debts. It seemed like it was exactly was. enough to square it, his debts. It was based enough on... to square the Cicero debt, yes. but yeah, not it was the almost, vendor debt. Yeah, no it was like almost was exactly what what he borrowed from Cicero. So what I thought was that the money from Cicero was dirty. He laundered it through tomato cans. That makes some sense. Okay. But so he I paid think that the actual answer to these questions is probably not that. Well important. yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it yeah. was I, I don't really care about the answer to these questions. Yeah. I think yeah. it is um it is uh, it's I, their way of getting a happy ending out of it. Yeah, and I don't yeah. really know if I like that. I think that I'm this the same show way. is interesting in how realistic it is otherwise that they're barely mm-hmm. making it and of course because the restaurant industry sucks. But the cool thing is there are stories of you can just buy a can resealer. So there are stories of people hiding money in tomato cans because it's it's in a can. It can't be how can I get money in it? Is that the point of the ending in my eyes, even more so than like like having a happy ending and being able to do something nice for these characters that we've grown to enjoy, is it really nails down the thing that uh, that Richie and Carmi have been running into constantly throughout the whole season, which is that just because you know somebody doesn't mean you like really know them. You're not inside yeah. their head. You don't mm-hmm. know everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like Richie talks about, oh, I didn't want to give you this envelope because I didn't want to admit he was gone. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's like this guy had this, you know, insane plan, and neither of them think of. Uh, Mikey is the kind of guy who's doing this. Tina doesn't think of Mikey as the kind of guy who would be sad about money. Yeah. Uh, uh, none of them think of this guy as the kind of guy who would kill himself or have an addiction problem, right. or even if they knew he had it. This guy is someone that they thought was so important in their lives, and they still can't wrap their head around the thing that he definitely did right in front of them. You yeah. Know? No, I get you. I think that as a... If this were the only show, if they did not make another season of this series, which they have not yet, uh, 
but are going to. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a better, and I, I would have liked more if they kind of went for the ending that they were teeing up, where it's like, okay, it's the recipe for the spaghetti. He makes the spaghetti. Everyone has a little moment, and they enjoy it. Uh, yeah. The money is not in play. I think it would have been more satisfying to me. But, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a weird ending, and being involved in the in the sub or reading the subreddit so much, everyone's like, "Wait, what's up with the ending? What they, happened?" I, I mean, I, I think they were teeing up for a good emotional moment at the end, just like, "Oh, yeah, you know, here we all are. We're still in this together. We're saved." Yeah, we're, in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm. but clearly so they're not. That uh, and the Sydney Marcus thing is always the every other post on the Reddit is about that. Oh yeah, like <laughs> shipping. Yeah. No, 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 not the shipping. It's like. What, how, why did these why, guys get away with just being assholes the whole yeah. time? Because everybody else is an asshole. Yeah, but they, they don't. They they're assholes. They leave and then are just welcomed back without I, learning I think any lessons. They, you know what I mean? They can't. The restaurant can't afford to be picky. Well, about, that's the, right, that's I'm the thing. Go, I like my impression. Yeah, 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 go 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 go. go, go. Yeah, sorry. sorry. So I could do this for um, you've already heard me talk about how much I like the show because I interrupted everyone else. You've already talked to, heard me talk about how much I like the performances. The performances are obviously really good. Jeremy Allen White, of course, deserves whatever award he won for this. Uh, it was good. Yeah, whatever bullshit award whatever they Whatever bullshit gave. award he won for this. Uh, Sydney's actress is also quite good. Very yeah. playing a wonderful, realistic character who I quite enjoyed watching, even if I was really annoyed with her a lot of the time. But that's yeah. because she was doing such a good job. My exact feeling. I um, fucking hate that character. I didn't get that much. I don't know. Not so, to interrupt you again, Nick. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't get that much. I, I thought... You it's like if someone who was, you know, 20 years old came in and told you how to do your job. Yeah, yeah. Well, a 20-year-old who thinks that they know <laughs> yeah. everything. So, uh, one of the things that I we haven't really brought up that much that I would like to mention is that this show is shot very well. Uh, one of the things I didn't bring up in the first segment is that a lot of... Uh, TV shows right now don't look very good. Mm. Got stupid um, filters over them. Thank God they didn't shoot this in the Disney yeah, Orb. Yeah, it might be because they were shot in the Disney Orb. It might be because uh, the you know the boss's nephew wants final cut for some reason, so they have to. Uh, so the editing room sits dormant for four months yeah. while he plays Fortnite. All the money for the show is tied up in tomato cans, so they really can't afford <laughs> to say no. Yeah, so you want to break out exactly a can up there every time like someone that. wants a raise. Uh, and you know, we're talking about whether or not it matters, and like so many shows and movies as well, looking really bad helps it stand out more when something is well lit and well shot. You can shot see in a real location. Yes, shot what? in a real location. That's why it's so nice or. and tight. Like all the shots are so tight because they're in a fucking crammed they ass. Do so many. Set. Excellent claustrophobic shots of tight spaces of closets, offices, kitchens, all these there, places. I don't remember the exact scene, but there was a scene where I'm like, they sh- all of this, I like noticed that they shot it all close. I'm like, why don't they cut to a wide of any of this? I'm like, <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny to think about sometimes when they show like the front counter, they don't show you the front counter and the people ordering at the same time because there's no room for the camera to fit in both of those places at once. Yeah. And it is like you're standing yes, there rather than it's a set. Yeah, it's totally. It's very noticed, but you don't think about. Mm-hmm. It's like if it is a set, it's like, oh, they can take that whole wall down to put the camera behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I bet a lot of it is a set, but like Nick saying, it's shot so realistically, like that yeah. you feel like you're actually there. You feel you like don't you're feel standing like in you're, the kitchen yeah. with them because you're, the camera is up so close in everyone's faces all the time. 
it it works it works really well yeah and we should mention episode seven all being all one I, shot I, I it's didn't just even so that yeah. until you mentioned it yeah i had to mention it because it it's, makes it so much more fun to watch because there's it, weirdly those hulu like commercial ad breaks mm-hmm. which cut it but then it cuts back to the same exact oh scene is that where... why there were so many fucking there it goes to black a lot yeah even though that that, that episodes episode. is all one shot and because nick's paying for hulu premium we don't have to deal with ads there but it still yeah, leaves it a space for that, ads yeah, yeah. It, it was weird to i me. think I was right like, doesn't was this it made yes. for tv I, watched it. I, stole it. I think it does it in every episode but the other ones have like i noticed yeah. it yeah. a lot the one shot episode people love to do their one really really long yeah shot it's, I, it's a stupid flex. played out gimmick but i didn't even notice it here so it was really good i think it was especially good in this because the episode seven the entire focus is on building tension that escalates to the end of the thing we already talked about with Sydney and Marcus uh, fucking up in a way that is really hard to come back from and then quitting because they get yelled at because they fucked up. Yeah, it's one Um, long fuck up. Yes. Mm. One very, very long fuck up and you watch the whole, it builds and builds and builds and it's happening before they even open. It's not like they are drowned in customers yet. This is a problem that is building to when the doors are unlocked is when the problem truly is real. Yeah, they still that have episode time is so to good. kind of maybe manage and prepare for it until then. And of course it's all getting fucked up. And of course it's a bunch of situations that you can't manage. And it's just building and building. And of course you yell at someone because it's the most stressed out you've ever been. That's what Carmen, or Jeremy Ellen White deserves that award for, is being able to build that tension. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he blows up pretty quick, but like to be able to do that more than once in one day, I don't yeah. think I could reach those yeah. heights of screaming at people it's this hands. must have been a really yeah. give me a sharpie that fucking works God. <laughs> yeah. Sharpie, sharpie. yeah knocking the ticket printer over oh, and, oh. Just, yeah. just it's such a like richie calls him that all the time is you, you beat a baby you can't throw a little tantrum in there yeah. at work but uh, under the i really i've only noticed it because i had subtitles on but under the credits at the on that episode seven yeah, the, you the ticket printer is still going yep, still yeah. getting fucking orders <laughs> nightmare good. nightmare We're shit. not ready for it to go yeah. Yeah. you know all the stuff that's like you know the the stakes for this show are very low except for the part where that one guy almost dies but uh <laughs> that's uh that's limited I really, really loved the one scene appearances of uh, John Berthal and Joe Mc- Joel McHale. Oh my God, they're both so good. Escalate like just these different background appearances of like the stories about what their lives were like before this show. Um, both Carmi in fine dining and Richie working at uh, the Beef, like what their lives were like before this situation that neither of them really want to be in. What was it like before? And it's like. Well, it wasn't perfect. It, it, you know, there were still problems for both of them beforehand. You kind of get the impression from what Carmi says that he left fine dining not just because the uh, the letter came in, but because he was being put through it by people who were you know mm-hmm. petty tyrants. Uh, even if he was food and wine's best new dickhead. Yeah, that uh, (laughs) that chef, like, you know, behind him was, like, telling him, basically telling him that he should kill himself. Yes. Yeah, you think you're so fucking tough? Is that Uh what you got your fucking tattoos? You don't belong here, you know, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that, it's so good. Uh, It's wonderful. Really, really great scene. And realistic. It's kind of like in kitchen culture, you're just kind of allowed to be an asshole for some reason. And luckily that's kind of waning, but you can just tell people to kill themselves a little bit if you want. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it, it the the show really worked for me. 
uh, and even more so, it didn't just make me want uh, an Italian beef with jardinera, but although that was the main thing. We didn't even mention we made we, had, we made and had Italian Cam beefs. made. Yeah, Cam made. made. Cam made and had <laughs> the Italian Thank you so much. Yeah, it no was problem. delicious. It was really, it was fun and delicious, and that's yeah. why Perfect. this recording is going um, so late. But so you heard me say, I'll sing the show's praises, and now I'll talk about what you really want to hear me say about the show, which is... Uh, the first episode focuses heavily on a fake fighting game called Ball Breaker. <laughs> uh, Ball Breaker is made up for the show. However, the cabinets are almost certainly converted from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 boards, which fits because... A couple of them uh, had light guns attached. I don't know if you caught that. but Well, the button layout on top with the joystick okay. and the buttons. I definitely it's, saw, yeah. like, well, holsters they different and games? Yes. orange they guns. Games. But they all said Ball Breaker. Oh, really? Well, the, one on the, the one on the... Right yeah. has another game, but it's taped over with ball breaker okay. written on it in Sharpie. So yeah. it was another cabinet that got converted yeah. into uh, ball breaker. They were having in the first episode. They were having like a tournament, yes, like a ball breaker tournament, yeah. and there were like I, some fucking dorks standing outside, like yeah. dressed up from as like that, carrots and yeah. shit like that. From, from that, the I game. expected the show to be a lot sillier. That is yeah. so just the pilot. Like yeah. that pilot episode is so good, but it's not a lot like the rest of the show. Don't they mention Mortal Kombat in the yes, first so, episode? Yeah. That's so Fuck says it's Sick. some Swedish Sick. Mortal Kombat ripoff. And that's yeah, what he says yeah, in yeah, Ballbreaker. Yeah. But the thing about games like that is, yes, there are games that are like that. And specifically, it's the kind of thing that Chicago has a big history with, with the Galloping Ghost Arcade, one of the biggest arcades in America, yeah. and a really, really deep fighting game scene that I'm going to go visit again in a couple mm. weeks. Um, and But it to appears to be a... Beat em up. No, not... a, he said, yeah, he yeah. says it's a beat em up fighting game, like a beat em up with a versus mode in it, which uh... they did in Double Dragon Five has something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. And there are other games that are kind of like that. This is a game that is made up. There are a lot of things that don't fit with it, like thematically and with the era. Or Fock is like literally cabinet. talking to a guy in the game. Yeah, that was fun. Like, I loved that. Yeah, it's one scene in the last episode. For <laughs> yeah, he's no like, reason. yeah, I I get sad sometimes, but I keep it inside because it lets me beat people up. In fact, <laughs> like. Yeah, sense. I get that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Fax says that you invite all these people here to charge them a dollar to play a Norwegian Mortal Kombat, Swedish Mortal Kombat ripoff. If you look at the buttons, it's the X layout that only Mortal Kombat ever did, uh-huh. where it's uh, uh, two punches on top, two kicks on the bottom. In the middle is a block button, and down on the corner is run. It's That's how they did it's it fucked. that way, and they had the bat top. And anyway, that was I was very tickled noticing all of that mm. stuff. And like, Yeah, uh, accurate, but... Brutally inaccurate at yeah, the same time. Yeah, <laughs> very silly. And uh, uh, Richie calls them all incels and fires his gun into the air. Yeah. Uh, God, he has one really funny line when he's out there yelling at him. He's like, hey, you Snyder Cut motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. That made something, me laugh. With. Something like that. It's low-hanging fruit, but it's it's really funny to complain about people on Reddit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it seemed like... Richie didn't seem like a guy who would like know that much about like or Snyder disagree Cut. Or disagree with them. This, yeah. That, yeah. That's why it feels like such a pilot episode to be yeah. disconnected from everything mm-hmm. else. One thing I... Re- while we're on episode one, there's one thing that I, I really like that they... like. Uh, it's weird that he has a like designer jean hobby or whatever vintage jean hobby mm-hmm. but i really like that he's like pawning that and cracking open the arcade machines and just trying to cover the one good beef he wants to make yeah mm-hmm. for one day like, yeah just to cover that day to make enough money for the next day like that's and then later in episode eight like he uses their two-week parachute i think he says yeah. to bail richie out of jail yeah. so it's like they were really fucked like they were days away from closing yes Anyway, yeah, go ahead. It's, and it's, those things are really good. The first episode of the show makes you think that it's going to be about like one of those like 
especially with the uh, fucking, I can hear it in my head, the, the, the song that they were playing from the soundtrack underneath it, like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really digging into, like, okay, this show is going to be about a guy who's, like, really driven to solve the problems within... He's going to make restaurant. ends meet. He's yeah. going to use his fine dining knowledge to save yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, it makes you think the show is going to be like that. And if the show were that, it could be good. And the pilot shows you that that could be good. Would have still like watched that. it, yeah. But... It's not about that. That's kind of what Sydney thinks the show is. It's like, yeah. A, yeah. like a, uh, you know, using your ingenuity and brains to make this work, and you can make it work with your hard work and smart ideas. But it's more just about, you know, uh, Tina's son getting suspended from school. And oh, I love that. I guess my, <laughs> my boss's son got suspended from school. <laughs> For saying that he was gonna kill somebody because they were they were bullying him. It's a long story, but it's just so funny how similar that character is. To oh my, my actual yeah, boss. my brother got an ISS because he was trying to break up a fight, like a verbal School argument. Was yeah, it was dumb. stupid. It's not real. Uh, I I, I like what you mentioned about Sydney uh, thinking the show was one way. She's yeah. kind of us coming into the show Whoa. for a while. Like she Why don't thinks you just that do this? yeah Why yeah this? yeah that she the yeah she's like treating the restaurant and the show the way we come into the show thinking it's going to be. And she just does not get all the problems that are actually with the restaurant. That yeah. the dysfunction is not because necessarily because of the way it's run, and but because everybody is broken. If you can, I said it before, but if you're right, it doesn't matter if you're fucking right. Like you have to you earn your way people. forward. You got to talk like, to them. You got yeah. to mm-hmm. be a person with them. You can't be yeah. being right all the time doesn't solve the interpersonal relationships. Yeah, that's it's, why it's I love like how telling Carmi somebody acts. who's depressed to be happy. You can't do it. Yeah, and that's why I like how Carmi acts so much is he's like I think there's a part where once they assign the brigade and someone was supposed to cut onions and he says like is are the onions ready and Sydney's like that was uh, Tina's job and Tina's like I'm gonna mash potatoes and he's like do the onions and Sydney's like well that's not my job and he's just like just fucking do the onions. Oh then like, they tried to hate. It doesn't her. matter if they're yeah. oh yeah I like that part too. And when they hide they hide her onions. Yeah. I, yeah. I love all that shit. She it's got so, so pissed off. Yeah. You gotta learn to and Carmi's just like that's what you do. It's earning your keep. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the sous chef people are gonna make jokes. You tell the new guy that he's gotta separate the pepper. And <laughs> you gotta jack. separate the Monterey Jack from yeah. the cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> the new joke at work is uh, can you juice these potatoes for me? <laughs> <laughs> I need eight gallons of potato juice right over there. <laughs> can we Every uh, every episode, can you like give us an update on new joke at work? Because I <laughs> yeah, every time I, you I, notice, I mean, every time you mention the new joke at work, I, I always think it's very funny. My my secret the the secret reason I like working in a kitchen in a restaurant is that you do just kind of dick around all day. Uh-huh. Like you can say whatever mm-hmm. you want, you can make jokes, you run around, you, you, you can say cook shit food. that wouldn't fly. In all right, okay. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling that Polish joke at work because the second I get back. <laughs> And I'm well, saying Nick came over. up with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll take credit for that, I guess. I, I have the kind of racism, racism that went extinct 200 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you guys like the show. I really didn't think we'd have this much to say about it. I especially didn't expect everyone to watch all of it. Well, yeah, we watched, we, I think because we watched all of it, we all particularly It was just yeah. easier to watch all it's, of it than to remember which episodes you wanted me to watch. I was yeah, just like, I'm sure. just going to put this on and it's, sit here and do what I was doing. Oh, I'm so glad because I, even in the Discord, I was like, four hours of TV is a lot to watch, even though it's a whole season. You've had us watch episodes. two two-hour yeah, movies. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I complain when things when you guys ask me to do things too much. So it's, I totally understand that. So no bitching. Just, well, next time I ask you to do two things. Well, you're going to ask him to read a book. How long is Moby Dick? <laughs> 
Yeah, so glad I could talk about the show for another eight hours, and we will when season two comes out, probably. Mm-hmm. So, um, now, yeah, great. Our Love next it. episode is an open-ended episode. Uh, because the person who sent us the email was not very specific and also <laughs> won't be listening, I don't think. <laughs> we'll see. Um, One of our famous listener suggestions is people haven't quite figured this out, but you can just send an email and then we'll do it, and then you don't have to follow yeah, up on it. <laughs> It's like, you know, throwing a grenade and then closing the door. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you guys uh, try dog shit? All right, bye. <laughs> uh, I've heard I guess we got to do dog so, shit. <laughs> the, the prompt was Harry Potter. I am leaving that open to interpretation. But yeah, this being from Alex's be brother's girlfriend. At yes. most, one degree of separation from the main thing. So no watching, like... A parody of it. You can't or, watch Potter Pals. Yeah, Potter, or Potter Pals. reading a fan fiction or something like that. We can't watch Harry Potter musical? No. One one degree of separation. Adapted from or connected to It must the be transphobic. <laughs> that is that is connected. It's got to be transphobic. All right. We will connect to it. You built a PS1 Hagrid? You better believe it. I'm doing eight hours on melted PS1 All right, so we're each... Doing a different one. Whatever you want. You yeah. can do whatever you want. I would prefer it if everyone did something different because I think that would be fun and funny. But, uh, you know, open prompt, if two people decide they want to play the PS1 game, I think that that would probably also be I good. don't know how much Harry Potter media I haven't done. I do had a book when I was a kid that was the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find I Them. I had that. It has nothing to do I also with had the movie the they made, except game. for the title. Yeah, I had and the Quidditch I think game. That that revisiting that. Grimblebald? What is that? <laughs> one of those has Mads Mikkelsen in it, and that's the one I want to watch if I'm doing it. Yeah, but Mads Mikkelsen is Johnny Depp, you find out at the end. So. Yeah, he turns into Johnny Depp. That was a different episode. <laughs> Nick died. All right, uh, yeah. see you next week. <laughs> See you guys next week with Harry Potter. How is that a playoff game? Give them playoff tickets. A chance for redemption. So the whole town can kick it. Pop off to the left. I'm wearing blue sweats. Been a fan of Florida themes since hot dogs left. Everything slowed down.